this this is going to be a lot of fun. And since it's everyone's first time with this system, we're definitely going to be revisiting and refreshing on the rules as we go, because even I am completely fresh to the system. So don't worry if things aren't clicking right away. If you have any questions, feel free to speak up at any time. Um, this is going to be uh, quite the experience. <laughs> hey, welcome everyone to Everyone Learns This Setting and This Story and Characters and This Engine Live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the best thing to do, way to do things, just right in the deep end. So yes. let's set the scene before our players arrive. Our story begins and brings us to the decaying husk of a dusty old ghost town in the California desert. Cape Karma, once a serviceable tourist trap along Route 66 that made the occasional buck from starstruck tourists headed out to Hollywood. The town fell on hard times after the interstate bypass was built and made Route 66 obsolete. It left the place to slowly wither away until it was completely abandoned back in the 1990s. Now, decades later, even the bravest of urban explorers generally steer clear of the place, with numerous reports of vanishings, lost time, and the eerie presence of an inexplicable inland lighthouse still making the rounds to this very day in the dreadful year 2023. This last month of the year brings with it a bitter chill that clings to the desert. At night, it nearly drops to freezing, that might not sound like much for most folks, but for Californians, it might as well be the Arctic Circle. Despite, or more likely because, of this sordid reputation that lingers here, a certain world-famous influencer has decided to dredge up the rotting bones of this desiccated town to use as the site for a once-in-a-lifetime event he's calling EscapeCon against the better judgment of his lawyers who insist that sounds like a convention of escaped convicts. <laughs> With the sun beginning to set on Cape Karma, now once more bustling with activity after so many years left in repose, we will take a peek into the lives of the poor fools that have found themselves wrapped up in this mess. So we're going to swing through this one by one and introduce our characters. And I couldn't think of a more appropriate way to decide how to do that than this. Uh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Huh? <laughs> okay. Take your pick, gentlemen. Okay, so one of these is a giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who that one is. <laughs> do we do we all pick on our own or does this is a democracy it... baby ah uh, oh. I know who intruder is I know who manifesto is let's see oh such high production value <laughs> <laughs> That's probably almost, yeah. I think Intruder and Division are backwards. I think each one represents one of our characters, right? Yeah. All right, let's start with the confession. Let's pull open my notes for that. 
I'm so curious. <laughs> oh, the confession sandals? <laughs> All right. We're going to take a look at one of our escape con hopefuls, an eager young ferret scoping out the town before the contest starts. Why don't you go ahead and give me a good physical description of Sandals. What, what's he What's he look like? What's he wearing? What's his vibe as he's hanging out ahead of the pending escape con? Yeah, so Sandals is, as mentioned, a, a ferret. He's, uh, you know, pretty, uh, I would say, lively built. He's pretty skinny. Uh, pretty, I don't want to say lanky, maybe slinky is like a better way to describe it. Uh, he, you would not be, uh, I guess, wrong to mistake him for a much older person from afar than he really is. Uh, he dresses uh, kind of like a cross between a accountant and your overdressed grandfather. Um, which is to say he's kind of always wearing multiple layers. He has these big round uh, kind of Harry Potter looking glasses um, that sort of just sit on his face. He's got a real point Dexter look to himself. Uh, you know, he, he wears like an, like kind of maybe like an Argyle sweater with like a big LL jean uh, or LL bean jacket over it that kind of goes like halfway down his legs, like the kind of jacket that you would expect someone to be wearing in like the deep of winter, even though it's not very cold out. Uh, the other thing that you notice is that he, despite doing his best to maybe look fashionable with what he has, there are just pockets all over his clothing. He is he is dressed uh, in a way by his parents and their their needs. Uh, so so very much a uh, looks like he just went school shopping, uh, but he is in fact a a young ferret of uh, about twenty five years old. Uh, and he has tan fur and just like a, a, a brown, like a darker brown sort of stripe going uh, kind of from the center of his, you know, nose, his muzzle all the way down his back to his tail. Excellent. How is he feeling about this trip? He's very far away from home right now, isn't he? Yeah, so uh, Sandals grew up in the Northeast, um, and that is still where he lives. He, he, he grew up in Maine, uh, but he moved and went to school in Boston. And sort of, he isn't completely new to travel, obviously, as part of his college. He did lots of traveling, uh, going to study things and going on trips and, uh, you know, just random academia stuff. He's He's been in an Airbnb before, so to speak, but... Uh, in general, his sphere of influence is very small. Um, he's used to just being within driving distance of his parents. Uh, his, his parents are well in their 70s, so he doesn't travel too far uh, from home. So uh, this is probably the, long, uh, the longest and farthest trip he's ever been on, and most certainly the most serious plane ride he's ever taken. So this is just kind of, to him, I think, the dawn of like a new moment in his life. Um, it's gonna be really big for him and he thinks it's gonna change everything. Um, and, and that's an important thing for him. 
it's not that he hopes it will change anything. He really thinks it will. He he has that confidence and that uh, that sort of upstart to him that makes him think, yeah, I I think I have this. I think this is going to be it. So he has a good amount of enthusiasm, perhaps an overly enthu- enthusiastic amount of enthusiasm. Yeah, we'll go with that. Overzealous, <laughs> I'll say. Yeah, he's um he's very excited. I think in the moments, you know, before all of this is going to start, he he's in that calm before the storm. Uh he he knows everything is going to change, but it's going to change tomorrow. And uh and so he's kind of lingering in that liminal space between uh you know, the two halves of his life, so to speak. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Well, as Sandals is admiring the sunset, seeing the flash of the strange inland outhouse occasionally sweep by, he's joined by someone uh, out here on the outskirts of town. You see a uh, a heavy set beaver fella uh, walking up behind you. He has a huge, heavy camcorder on his shoulder, and you can tell he's definitely with the crew for EscapeCon here. Hmm. Uh, and as he approaches you, he uh, he gives a, a quick greeting and says, Perfect, we can uh, shorten the golden hour on that one there. Uh, name's Kurgan. Uh, which, which one are you supposed to be again? Oh, uh, yeah, uh, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Sandy. Nice to, nice to meet you. Uh, I'm just, I'm one of the, I was like, I was invited to this thing, so I'm just kind of trying to scope scope it out, you know, just kind of get a lay of the land. All right, so you're, you're one of the contestants, then? Yeah, yeah, I'm one of the contestants. All right, I, I think we need to get your uh, confessional shot, uh, you know, where they, they do, like, the talking head thing behind the scenes on that one there? Oh, I I didn't realize we were starting so early. Uh, yeah, I mean, do I... Was I supposed to go to hair and makeup or something? Uh, no, we, we're doing in things all natural out here. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's real swell to meet you. Uh, Sandy, you said, uh, put her there, pal. And he puts his, uh, hand out for you to shake. I definitely think Sandals shakes his hand. And, uh, Sandals has a, like, startlingly, uh, uh adult, traditional, firm handshake. Like, it, it's very much like a 1950s traditional <laughs> businessman handshake. <laughs> Very firm grip. That that's something uh, p- people give him compliments on. He he's the kind of person who like will move his arm like from the elbow up and down once, and it's like very heavy on the downstroke. Ooh. All right, Th- that's interesting because on that downstroke, uh, you hear a loud crack, and oh. the beaver pulls away, and you're still holding his arm, and he begins screaming bloody murder. <laughs> 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 and he Ugh. breaks into laughter as he slowly like wedges his actual arm out of his shirt and you are left holding a big chubby prosthetic beaver arm and uh, he's just laughing his ass off how is sandals reacting to that i think for a moment there he was staring at the hand and his first reaction was is this finally the moment <laughs> that my powers have awoken? Am I an X-Man? Am I, am I a superhero? 
and he's just so excited for just a little bit too long for it to be a reasonable reaction. <laughs> I love that. That That's not the reaction I was expecting, but it's so much better. Uh, he actually, like is looking down at you coming down from his laughing like watching as you're not making any response to this he's like hey i i got you that one there turn you up this off on that one you just look so spookable oh uh yeah yeah you really <laughs> uh, that was a good one uh yeah i think sorry i'm just it's just all it's all so overwhelming being in this this situation i just didn't know i didn't know how to react <laughs> wow delayed reaction <laughs> that's silly oh yeah yeah like that one that's top quality movie made to come that on there that's why they mean for the job just didn't think they want me calling around a camera on top of that unprofessional a lot of them ah hey Production value looking great. I'm convinced for one, this is going to be a really top, top shelf, uh, top shelf convention. Uh, it's it's rare. They don't really put a lot of work into that anymore. Everyone's doing CGI nowadays. It's nice to see some practical effects. Okay. You get the immediate vibe that you have set him off on a rant in agreement, and there's going to be no backing him down out of this rant. He's like, <laughs> everything's CGI nowadays on that one there, and we, we can never get the real work. Look, yeah, he used to work for Troma with James Gunn before he sold out and started sucking Disney dick, and th th things these days. And he, he is absolutely... Uh, off on another level right now and it takes him a minute to <laughs> wind himself down before he realizes you know what we, we gotta get shooting before the golden hour's gone on that one there so uh, uh let's get this confessional sh shot shall we yeah i think sandals the whole time is is so eagerly agreeing with this person that he's just going uh-huh yeah oh i agree i completely agree with the whole <laughs> rant like not even putting an effort to to stop it whatsoever amazing all right all right we got the camera set up there so uh go ahead and uh state your name and like what you do i, I don't know if you're one of them youtube or tiktoker people so uh just, just like say your name and what you do on that one there oh uh yeah okay uh is it's like right here okay do i need to move do you need like the background in the sh am i is everything yeah, all right yeah this is this should be good I, I think this thing automatically does the white balance yeah these red fives are a beast okay okay um all right hold on come on sandals Uh, I'm I'm Sandals uh, Sandals Bueller. You can you can call me Sandy. My friends call me Sandy. I don't mm, I don't know if anyone really calls me Sandy. Uh, but <laughs> online I'm known as uh, I I run the YouTube channel Sandy's Stories. Uh, you might know me from the group that solved uh, the old the old Rake Arg back in the day. Uh, I run the Monsterpedia Wikipedia site and I collect. Um, yeah, I collect internet horror stories and uh, darknet fiction and, uh, boy, back in the day we used to call it unfiction, huh? Now it's mostly just video series, but yeah, I, uh, I'm i really excited to be here and to, to be able to take my puzzle solving skills to the next level uh, here at the convention. Right there. Uh, let's see. What, what am I supposed to ask you next? Uh, and he uh, pulls out his phone and starts like looking over the script of things he's supposed to ask you. Uh, that's stupid. That uh, um, <laughs> uh, this is dumb. Um, uh, what, what, 
Do you know about Mr. Man? I mean, who doesn't? He's the biggest YouTuber in the world. Yeah, let's see. Um, there's like three things here that are like call to action to praise him specifically, but I don't think we're going to do those. Um, oh, oh like the fact that he has the most followers, the fact that he gave over $2 million to charity in the last year, and the fact that he helped cure a bunch of people's blindness? Uh, yeah, you know what? That's probably gonna look good on the reel. Um, yeah, well, you, we'll go with that. Uh, what else do we got here? I don't know. You ever killed a man, Sandals? Uh, no, not yet. <laughs> are, are you planning to, son? Oh, no, no, uh, no. No, no plans at the moment. Uh, all right. <laughs> well, it's been great talking with you, Sandals. Uh, uh, shout Cape Escape. I think that's the last thing you're supposed to do. Cape Escape! Alright, yeah, I don't know what cadence we're supposed to say that to, so I'm just gonna have everyone else do it like that. Oh. Okay, well, I mean, if that were... I can do, like, two or three or five or, you know, however many more you might need. I think we're about down on that one there, so let's go ahead and uh, wrap it up and head on over to the pavilion. I think uh, they're about to get started on that one there. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Uh, hey, it was great to meet you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, I am going to need that arm back, though. I only got the one. Oh, and he he literally has been holding it the whole time, <laughs> in, including in the frame of the shot. So he just hands <laughs> it straight back over to you. <laughs> All right, excellent. So we're that, that'll wrap up confession. So let's go ahead and see. what's uh, What's our second omen going to be? <laughs> we have to know. We have to know what is this going to be like. All right. So it looks like we're going to go and take a look at the manifesto next. It's the night of the big match. The big man himself is entering a packed arena to roaring crowds, ready for the biggest fight of his career. Knowing that his family, his beloved family is in the audience watching him. We hear the announcers call out for him. The one, the only match. Pyrotechnics displays shoot out, the crowd goes wild as our hero, Manifesto, begins to walk down that aisle. What What's his entrance like? What does he look like in his full getup as he is entering the arena of his dreams? Okay. Well, his, his arena of his dreams, this this wonderful high school gymnasium that everyone has crammed into. We've got at least 30 people in the crowd. I'm very happy to see them all. 
It's it's definitely quite an impressive turnout, I'm sure. <laughs> and he, you know, Manifesto, he he's fucking making his way down. He's swaggering. He's fist bumping everyone in the crowd, all all, all ten of them, and uh, making his way over the top ring, taking taking the microphone from the announcer, and he's like, you know, hello everyone. I know you've been waiting for it. I know you've read it. You need it. You bleed it. You read it. It's the manifesto. Live in La Vida Loca. Hello, my luchadorables. Welcome. And the crowd goes mild. Uh, <laughs> uh, following your your little announcement, uh, you see a a a spotted Dalmatian boy. Couldn't be older than fourteen. He looks like he's with the high school newspaper. He comes up into the arena and he he brings the microphone up to you, and it's like, uh, all right, Mr. Manifesto, we got we got to cut a promo. Um, uh, so I, I'm supposed to ask you, are are you feeling confident tonight? I I am, bro, bro, bro. I'm feeling very confident, bro. Oh. Kid, kid, what's your sub count here? What, you know uh, what mine is? A hundred and ten. That's more oh. than every single person in this room. And you know what? They are all going to be tuning into my vlog after this because I'm going to be talking about this match, and people are going to be talking about this match for at least seven to eight days. You'll be remembering it for a while. The, uh, the Dalmatian kids uh, seem to get a little more confident as he asks you, who are you fighting tonight? You know, I don't actually know, but you know, I, I accept all. Anyone who enters the ring with me, they know what's going to happen. They know they're going to know the manifesto by heart once the match is done because they're going to read it with their face against the mat in blood or sweat or other bodily fluids. Whatever is acceptable under the terms of my agreement and contract signed here tonight with Maxwell High School and Educational Center. <laughs> so he's now looking straight at you, stiff as a board, and he asks, do you know where you are right now? What, what, what kind of question is that? Of course I do. I know exactly where I am. Do you know where uh, you are? I don't know who you are. I know who I am. As you look around, the the stadium fades from view, and you realize that's not where you are. You're you're in Cape Karma. You're you're here to participate in the event. I I don't know what all that wrestling nonsense was about, but you're here now. Isn't isn't that good? It's a bit discombobulating. I assume I'm, I'm I'm waking up from a little slumber there. You hear the snap of a camera and see a rotating spotlight of a distant lighthouse shining in your eyes. You see a young Chihuahua boy talking at his phone, which is like pointed at both him and you so he can get both of you in the same shot. And he says... Well, you can see we got some real normal ones here at Cape Escape this year. Uh, big NPC energy on this guy. And he then, uh, like, stashes his phone and puts it away, and he looks up at you. You're, like, four of him tall. And he says, So, uh, are you a real luchador? Or does this get up some kind of sex thing? Oh, well, first of all, bro, you know, respect the heritage. This isn't Cape Escape, bro. It's Escapar del Cabo. You know, 
What's your sub count, bro? Like, um, I don't keep track of that anymore. After it hits over a million, it says M after the first n numeral, so it's hard to keep track of. Okay, in, in that circumstance, we would see his demeanor kind of shift. He'd be like, oh, oh, okay, oh, 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 bro, bro. You know, really, right? Let's let's get a let's get a picture, bro. You know, man, I, I'm I just met you, man, but I'm already tier three for you, bro. You've got that energy, you know. You got sass. Seeing you immediately whiplash from talking shit to this child to like buttering him up, uh, it's making him feel uncomfortable, and he takes a couple steps back. And he's like, I must have. And a moment later, a woman comes. Trembling out. Trembling is the only way I can really describe the way she walks. You can tell this is certainly his mother. There's definitely a family resemblance there. As she comes out in her dull purple moo cigarette in paw, uh, spaghetti string purse strapped over her shoulder. Damn. <laughs> and she, and, uh, she wanders over. <laughs> Mikey, what do you want? Are you bothering this nice man, Mikey? Damn, she's got that body yaddy yaddy. She sure do. And she turns, she like waves her obnoxious child off and turns to look at you and says, um, Hello, sailor. <laughs> Mikey, be nice to this gentleman. If he pays his cards right, he might be your new father. Oh, okay. I, I'm pleasured to always meet a potential fan, but you know, I've got a, a special lady waiting for me back home. And uh, I mean, she might not know it yet, but by the end of this, man, she's going to be just ready. As, as Mikey departs, he, he shouts, Mom, that's gross. <laughs> and uh, uh, th this woman now comes uh, full in your face, uh, not seeming to back down despite uh, your nice, soft rejection of her. And she says, yeah, don't worry about that, not handsome. Uh, so I can apologize from Mikey. Well, he's a weird little shit, but he fell out of me, so I gotta love him. To get you any problems, you have my legal permission to give him a medium-grade ass whooping. Now, uh, wh what's it I can call you, handsome? My name's Helena Hunt. Well, pleasure to meet you, Helena. I am the one, the only, manifesto. You can read it, you can bleed it. But at the end of the night, you'll need it. Manifesto? Oh, how charming. I love a man with only none name, like uh, Fabio or Flea. It's a good omen, as far as I'm concerned. Well, technically, there's usually a star or an asterisk before or after it. That's part of the trademark. <laughs> how do you how do you pronounce those? It's just like a sound, so it's like manifesto. Oh, so it's like TV static, but it's coming out your mouth? Yeah. All right, I'm, I think I can fit my mouth around that. <laughs> uh, and uh, as these two are making an acquaintance, we're going to take a turn and look at the third omen of the evening. The stars upset me. <laughs> <laughs> I love the stars. That adds so much flavor to them. No, <laughs> it's very good <laughs> flavor. Do you prefer your manifesto unflavored? I don't think that's going to sell. <laughs> Unsalted manifesto. <laughs> All right. 
So after looking at our confession and our manifesto, let's check in on our intruder. Give this a second to load up. As the sun is setting over Cape Karma, and before Escape Count has even started, somebody has already gotten a head start on exploring the ruins of this dusty old town. Scrounging through an abandoned barn, we find a young urban explorer being quiet as a mouse, or rather, quiet as a rat, as he peeks around somewhere he's not supposed to be. So, go ahead and describe Javier for us. What does he look like? What is he wearing? What is he doing here? So, this is Javier. Uh, he is a short, chubby rat. He's wearing a white members-only jacket uh, and a hoodie and a heavy metal t-shirt. And uh, he's very, uh, probably overdressed, kind of like sandals for the, uh, for the weather. Um, but yeah, he's really excited to be here exploring. He uh, runs a, a website for urban exploration. He's into photography and checking out creepy places. So um, he's been wanting to come to this place for a long time, but has heard those nasty rumors of kind of bad stuff happening here. And that sort of gave him pause, but he knew that the time to, to strike would be while other people were in town. So sort of a vague safety and numbers thing where he can run for help if he needs it, but he likes doing his own thing here. Excellent. Is he keeping out an eye for anything in particular as he's surveying this old decrepit barn? He would love to see something supernatural as much as he doesn't believe it on the surface. Uh, he's been to many creepy abandoned places before. He's heard all of the urban legends. He's heard all of the ghost stories, uh, but he never sees anything. So he's skeptical, uh, but part of him would love to see something that would just blow his mind. But in the meantime, he's just here to take pictures and enjoy the creepy vibes. I see. I see. Does he think he's alone here? Yes. Uh, he didn't see anyone else in this building when he first stepped in. So he knew there were some people just, you know, down the ways, a couple buildings down. But uh, yeah, he didn't see anyone uh, when he stepped, stepped into this building here. Is he sure? about that your blood runs cold as the rotating lighthouse spotlight outside casts the shadow of a tremendous figure through a nearby window into the building you're searching shit you, you see this tremendous shadow and it appears to be looking right at you and then just as the lighthouse begins to rotate its light away, you hear loud footsteps coming towards you. No, 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 don't like that sound. The shadow is gone, and you hear the door that you enter through being pulled open. What do you do? Do you try to find another way out of here? Do you hide? Do you come clean? I'm going to try to hide. All right. 
So we're gonna do our first test of the evening. You'll wanna pop open Javier's character sheet. And on the right side, under general abilities, you'll see you have hiding as an ability. Uh, yes. When you hide, you will roll uh, that die that says plus zero next to it. And if it is high enough, you will successfully hide. It will be rolling a six-sided die. And if you hit the plus next to it, you can add points from your hiding pool to increase that result. That will permanently spend those points until we have a time to rest and refresh them, but it can increase your chances of getting a successful result on top of your D6. That's all you add to the D6. You don't add any kind of modifiers or static bonuses. It's just a D6. And if you spend hiding points, you get those points added to the roll. You gotcha. do have to decide that before the roll, though. So gotcha. When I'm, when, mm -hmm. it is time for a hiding roll. Do you want to add any points to it, or just roll it as is? Uh, you know, this isn't my first time hiding. I'll be good. Whatever. I got this. You got this. All right. Let's see that roll. All right, a four. That's a pretty good roll. All right. You see lots of rubble and refuse around this place. Uh, it definitely hasn't been picked through very cleanly, so there are lots of good places to hide. What kind of hiding place is Javier going to look for? I am going to look for some dilapidated rubble in the corner of the room and do my best to hide behind it. Going to crouch behind it, and uh, I'm pretty short too, so hopefully that'll work to my advantage. All right. Uh, after you hide, you hear loud uncertain footsteps beginning to pad through the dilapidated barn. It looks like they're searching for you. It definitely sounds that way as they slowly rummage around the barn. They don't call out to you, though. And from the sounds of their footfalls, you can tell this is an immense something. It looked like a person in silhouette, but it impossibly large do you want to try and stay as hidden as you can or sneak a peek of whoever's out to find you uh i i want to sneak a peek i gotta see who this is i know it's not a ghost uh i don't believe in ghosts but uh <laughs> I, I gotta see what i'm dealing with here because uh i mean we gotta run if it's like some crazy dude it, it, it's uh some kind of squatter that's uh, making residence here exactly all right so let's see, as you peek out, you see an absolutely massive person, a huge muscle-built guy in a bright pink tank top with a really cute disarming face. Who the fuck is this? And let's see if we can get him to load up screen. Dibs. <laughs> yeah, hello, sir. And as you see him, he hasn't quite found you yet because your hiding role is actually very good and his ability to find people is not particularly good. Uh, you see him like rooting through piles of trash that you obviously could not fit a person beneath. And then he reaches up and scratches his head. He's like, I don't know where that guy went. Are you in here, little man? Do you answer him or do you try and stay hidden? You know, 
he looks uh, not very dangerous, and every bone in my body is telling me to stay hidden, but I'm just going to level with the guy. So I'm going to be, uh, hey man, are, are you looking for me? Uh, he whirls around, uh, gasping and like actually leaping almost a foot into the air, but he's a, he's a rabbit. That's fine. They do that all the time. Sometimes just for fun. And he lands back down and he's like, oh, it's, it's a little rat man. How you doing, little man? Uh, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, you know, the weird place to run into someone, given the condition of this building and all, but, uh, yeah. Uh, How are you? I, I'm good. Uh, uh, my name's Goose. What's your name? Uh, my name's Javier. Oh, Javier. Like, uh, like, like Caviar. Uh, I, I guess. Wow. Cool. All right. Javier, you're not supposed to be here right now. Uh, I gotta take oh. you to go see the boss lady. Oh, uh, is that, I mean, is that an issue? I, I take uh, pictures of abandoned places, so I just thought I'd poke my head in here and snap a few photos. If you don't mind, let me just do that for a few more minutes, then I'll get out. Oh, you do pictures? Oh, look, you know what? We, we, our cameraman, he's, he's gone. Uh, we could use another one. Let me, let me get you to talk to the boss lady. I think she will have a good time with you. And... Otherwise, she will sue you for trespassing. So let's hope that that don't happen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I I think I'm good. I don't need to see her. I think. I think I just would like to keep doing what I'm doing, if that's okay. That wasn't a question. And then he just ambles forward and picks you up. <laughs> All right, little buddy. We're getting get out of here. And with Damn that, it. these two uh, leave from this dilapidated barn and go to meet the boss lady. While they're doing that, let's take a look at our fourth omen. Let's see. We're running out of omens here. Didn't that used to say division? I think it did, but I wrote it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I think I know what they mean. <laughs> <laughs> I was All trying right. to parse it out. <laughs> so it looks like next we're gonna we're gonna cash in our lifeline so to speak. Just a second. Well, get Goose the hell out of here. He's not in this scene. Goodbye, Goose. All right. With the sun almost completely set over Cape Carmen now, we see that a few miles away, a lone car is still making its way to the dusty old ghost town. Inside that car is our safety coordinator, hired as an outside specialist to come oversee the weekend-long event at the last minute. Thankfully, he's making time and a half for this nonsense, so it's not all bad. Uh, inside that... Well, let, first, let's actually describe the vehicle. What kind of vehicle does Grayson drive? Oh, it is a 2006 Toyota Corolla. It's got like 300,000 miles on it. Um, 
white definitely has some dings and scratches doesn't really care about the outside of it no all right and inside we see with the windows rolled down uh our safety coordinator grayson what what does he look like uh grayson is dressed um in a business casual kind of attire he's got a button-down dress shirt he's wearing just jeans and a belt um he is wearing a tie because he's going out to more or less a customer site that's uh if he's overseeing an event like this he has to treat them as a customer so he dresses up a little bit hmm. i just realized he's kind of wearing the dilbert i'm gonna ignore that <laughs> that, that's cursing so as grayson is driving his car into town starting to see the small cluster of buildings on the horizon getting closer uh you hear a chirp from your phone and notice it light up with an incoming call from the wife as you look at the screen what name do you see is it her name is it a pet name does it just say wife it just says wife all right so uh, do you pick up the phone or ignore it? <laughs> oh, I gotta pick it up. I better not leave her waiting. All right. It, uh, as you pick up the phone, you get a chance to talk with wife. Uh, she she's she checks in and says, "Hey, uh, Grayson, I'm sorry we didn't run into each other before you had to leave. Um, are you well? It, it, uh, and she, it seems like she's had." having difficulty deciding what she wants to say what order you know she has this problem sometimes it's kind of an anxious thing she takes a deep breath to to center herself and then ask are you, are you gonna be home in time for dinner on monday uh i hope so it's it's been a long drive out here though so if if we end up taking too long i'm maybe not i honestly honestly i hope so um, you you do remember what Monday is, right? Monday? Grayson, I'm gonna need you to give me a sense trouble test. Huh. <laughs> I am gonna spend a point for this. <laughs> <laughs> this is absolutely vital that you succeed. Ooh, forever. Unfortunately, you needed a four on that. Big sad. You're you're racking your mind trying to think of birthday, anniversary, what the hell is what the hell is Monday? And before you can land on it, um she pipes up and says, It's well today's the twenty first, sweetie, so Tuesday is gonna be Christmas Eve. You're gonna be home by Tuesday at least, right? Oh, absolutely. I'm absolutely going to be home by Tuesday. I can't I can't possibly imagine they keep me out there longer than Monday. All right. Well, as long as you're back by then, I I think everything all right. You Okay. Snapper wants a shirt signed by Mr. Man. Do you think you can manage that? Any kind of particular shirt? I'm sure they have merch. Um whatever shirts they have i don't know he's size 14 so he's get he's getting bigger okay should i go a size up so it lasts a little longer or what do you think uh, yeah you know what that's a good idea we'll do that okay okay yeah i i'm i'm sure i can swing it well he's gonna be surrounded by no we'll, we'll figure out a way we'll figure out a way 
Okay, because that, I don't know if you've gotten him anything, because that could just double as a good Christmas present for him. I, I, I got the kids stuff already, but you know, you know how much he loves Mr. Matt. That's true. That's true. You know, I don't know why he watches this garbage, but he enjoys it. So yeah, no, we'll figure it out. Yeah. All right. I, I know things have been crazy at the office lately, but please, next next time you get voluntold to go to one of these things, just just tell them no. The kids miss spending time with you. And I miss spending time with them. I, you know, I don't want to be out here, I, like middle of the desert. This is not. This is not a good time, but they they want a senior resource at these kinds of things. I can't always just say no. Yeah, I uh, 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 and the call starts like breaking out Hello? as you're getting Hello? closer to town. Hello, uh, breaking. Uh, fine, love you, love you too. And then uh, the call does go out. Unfortunate, but at least you did get to say you love her. Hopefully not for the last time, but we'll see how this goes. <laughs> uh, as you hang up, you see the lighthouse in the distance guiding you into town. Why is there a lighthouse in the middle of the desert? <laughs> All right. I think it's time for our final omen. Like being called up for class presentations. <laughs> Are you prepared? <laughs> what am I looking at? Oh, I got the sesame sticks. <laughs> we take a look inside the convention's home base set up here in Cape Karma. Find a well-stocked craft service table set up in the back room for all our contestants and crew to nibble on as they're going about shooting. Our accomplished caterer has finally finished his work for the day, and he can head home. He doesn't have to deal with this nonsense for the long weekend. Most of the setup staff, in fact, have already gone home, um, making him one of the last few stragglers left on site. Let's go ahead and describe Jet for us. What's he What's he look like? Uh, very tall, slender, intimidating, except but he has too much history with people that are close to him so they don't see him that way and he's a huge pushover for them uh reasonably good with people when he chooses to be which is rare uh and he does not want to be here uh he does not like he is here for the crew of a youtuber and he himself does not have a youtube account He's the kind of guy that just watches without an account, just whatever the algorithm serves him. Yep. Wow. Nothing, nothing, what a monster. Nothing saving his contacts list does not spend time more so than needed on the phone. He is just a ghost of a person. So, as you look over this table, what kind of snacks have you prepared here? Because. I feel like Jet probably has a very particular brand of catering. There's all kinds, different sorts. Some go heavy on the candy, some like the baked goods, some try to keep it healthy with some veggies. What What's Jet's particular flavor of refreshments? Oh uh, yeah, like re roasted sesame sticks, orange slices, chocolate crickets, the works. Just the uh, regular defaults, Wonderful. really. Uh, you, got, you gotta love those. 
Um, as you White admire bread. your, <laughs> as you admire <laughs> your handiwork, uh, looking over this fully stocked craft service table, uh, you look up and see someone has is already vulturing in on it. Like the second you finish, uh, you look over and see one of your fellow crewmates, uh, a shorter donkey guy named Moon. And he comes up and he says, that dude, you saved my life. Oh my God, look at all this. Oh, Casey has me on this stupid diet and I can't eat anything at home. <laughs> Is our crickets keto? I, I don't know if it's supposed to be keto or what, but uh, you know what? I'll, I'll have to ask Casey when I get back home. Uh, he's doing so much better now. <laughs> and he gets this real big, dumb smile on his face. Uh, sorry, I forget. Do you have a girlfriend? Uh, no. I do oh, not. Okay. Yeah, I, I forget. Uh, I forget that sometimes people still ask me if I have a girlfriend. And it, gets, it gets hard to explain because Casey is a, is a boy now. And, and it's great. And it's a, it's a big it's, it's going to be a bit a big weight off his chest <laughs> after we get the surgery. That's his joke. I'm stealing it. He's so funny. Uh, <laughs> off, off his chest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, happy uh, for you. Yeah, it's it's gonna be great. I, we we need that bonus though that Mister Man keeps promising us. Uh, have you heard about that? You think the bonus is gonna gonna come in? He's never he has never received a single bonus in the last his six entire years. life. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, bonus will come in any day now. I always say yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, it'll be great. Uh, Hey, say, say, you're from here, right? From before you moved to Glendale? Keep reminding me. Yeah. Do you have any, any cool memories about this place? Any cool stories? Did you see a ghost? Ghosts aren't real. I mean, people see things that aren't real all the time. Like, capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, your trumpet is real. Yeah, so so is the ska that I, that comes out of it. It's very real. Mm-hmm, yeah. And music is real. Uh-huh. Ghosts are not real. Uh, you follow? I mean... Uh, <laughs> fine. If ghosts aren't real, then how come the... Every every culture says there's ghosts. That's it, not well, it like a one idea that one dude had, and then it spread. Everyone came up with it individually. We all said along the same thing, so it must be real, right? You ever heard of magical thinking? Uh, do you, you, you think so hard it makes magic happen, like a like a tulpa? That's the oh. <laughs> I'll get back to you when it happens. Uh, Alright, uh, uh, oh yeah, um, uh, man wants to see you with your dad sitting up back here. What Melvin do now? <laughs> just, you're the only one who still calls him that, man. It's, it's, it makes me laugh every time. Don't, don't do it in front of him, though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh I, I don't know what he wants in particular, but, uh, he's, he wants you. Uh, yeah, so it's, Great to be wanted. <laughs> oh, is that, oh, orange slices? Hell yeah. 
Yep. Fill on up. Leopard so, tells me great to be wanted. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so as you finish up with Moon here and you, you head outside uh, to meet with Mr. Man, you're taking a stroll down memory lane as you see the town again. This has happened a couple times since you've gotten here today and started setting up, but this this particular this particular glimpse at the lighthouse outside of town draws you in. You're momentarily stunned by the sight of it. You feel this weird sinking feeling when you look at it. Was that was that there back when you were a kid? Do you remember that? Do I need to roll on whether I remember that? Uh, no, just just describe for me. Do, do you do you think you remember that? That's up to you. It's an inconsistency, like a background detail he never looks straight at, mm. and so he doesn't. Lowers his cap, and it leaves view. It, it's hard to look away from, but you're pretty good at controlling what you look at. That said, you are a little startled when you hear the familiar hey, hey, uh, come from behind you, and Mr. Man arrives. Let's give him a second to load in. All right. You see the big beefy saber tooth with his multicolored hair and his trendy on brand shirt. And he says, hey, hey, Jeff, how you, how's it doing? How's it going, man? Hey, Melvin, what is what's going on? Closing up for uh, the day. Uh, you, you see a twinge of mm, uh, go through him as, as he hears the name, but he doesn't correct you outright, even though he just called you Jeff, so this is fair play. Um, he says, uh, uh, mm, mm. so uh, I might need you to stay a little bit longer than we talked about. You don't say. Hey, turn that frown upside down, buddy. Uh, look, we got a couple contestants that are ended up being no-shows. And he pulls out his call sheet for the event. He says, uh, Comic Kazi and the mystery MRE guy. Ah, he's so funny. Uh, anyway, uh, some of the puzzles we set up are going to require groups of four. So I know you're done here, but could I ask you to stay for the weekend and hang out with one of the groups to catch some B-roll? Maybe participate a little for the, the things they need four people for? It'd be such a waste to have you drive three hours out here just to set up a snack bar and drive three hours back. Melvin, we talked about this. Rigger, cameraman, driver, caterer. I got a long list here, but on that list is not talent. I mean... You've appeared on screen before. Yeah, I've also tripped. And well, okay. So maybe you don't need to appear on screen. You know what? You're, you'll be the one holding the camera, so you can control who's on screen. I can. I, I see that loophole. I see what you've done here. <laughs> <laughs> don't think. 
Don't think you can get one past me. <laughs> oh, I could never get one past you, Jet. You're 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 a real a straight shooter there. And as he speaks, you you hear him slipping a little bit back into his old accent before he developed the terminal YouTuber voice, and it's kind of a little refreshing, to be honest. The glimmer. That glimmer of, of the old him you knew back in high school resurfacing a little bit. But I, I can count on you for this, right? I, I can't get anyone else to do it. I'm, I'm really counting on you, Jet. He sees that look, those dumb little handlebars sticking out, and it works every single time. And you don't even have to say anything. He he can see it in your eyes uh, as he like peeks down to see your eyes under the brim of the hat. He he can see that you're gonna say yes. He says, "Oh, thank you so much. Uh, go ahead and take the red V Raptor. That thing's a beast. You don't even have to white balance it." Thing's not even gonna work, is it? Yes, absolutely, Melvin. And uh, you see the camera he pointed to. It's a, it's like a fucking cube. It's not like one of those heavy can quarters you put over your shoulder. You don't know how to operate this thing, but you know from looking at it that it costs more than you make it a year. And man departs. He heads inside to greet Mooney. He says, hey, hey, Mooney. Hey in there, buddy. Pride month never ends, my guy. <laughs> and that is the last of our omens for the evening. So now that we've introduced all of our characters, let's see what it is that is going to bring them together. Friendship. Is it friendship? <laughs> is that what's going to save the day? <laughs> it's a very friendship-oriented setting. Yeah. I would like all of those CRTs, please. So you say, <laughs> the toaster stream in a pile right there. Donate yeah, these to I the will, toaster fund. I'll I'll pick those up. Don't get rid of them at the end of the convention. I'm ready. Alrighty. So, Javi, buddy. Yeah. Uh, are you gonna let Goose like carry you all the way here, or? Are you gonna like be like no. say I you walk into walk and then walk along with them? Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. Hey, you can put me down, man. I, you know, I'm not a flight risk. You just, I, I'll walk with you. It's all good. Uh, you sure, little buddy? I got these big, strong arms for a reason. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll, I'll, I'll be good. Hey, um, but I think we got off on the wrong foot, actually. Um, is, is there anything I can do to convince you to just, you know, kind of let me go? And that's up to the boss lady to decide. That's not for me. And don't you try running away. I'll get you. C can I roll the flirt? <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> All right, Actually, let's go. How, how uh, does this work? Since flirting is uh, a skill on the left side, your investigative skills, instead of rolling, you just spend a point from it and you succeed. So would you like to spend your one flirting point to flirt with this man? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Tell me how... Yeah, the hit the button and that'll spend it. And then tell me how this goes. How are you flirting with this giant stack of rabbit? Hey, so, you know, uh, the reason I said hi to you before and you popped in the room is uh, I thought you were pretty attractive. So, uh, you know, I just wanted to maybe start over here, see if we can work something out. Oh, you, you think I'm attractive? Or what? I, I do work out a lot, but... 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I can see. I, you're really soft now that I think about it. And he kind of like squeezes you a little bit and he gets this, this glimmer in his eye. Uh, I don't know. Maybe the boss lady doesn't have to know. I haven't told her nothing yet. Oh, that, that, that would be great. Thank you. And uh, as he uh, sets set you down, well, he wasn't holding you, but he was squeezing you. So as he unsqueezes and uh, backs away, he's like, all right, get, get out of here, little buddy. And before you can get away, unfortunately, you hear the clopping of hooves come up from behind you. A quick mechanical question. I don't think I actually press the spend button. Do you want me to press spend now? Does, yeah, go ahead. Live? That way we, uh, we we know there's none left for future reference. Excellent. There we go. Got it. And as you turn around, you see a slender horsewoman dressed in an extremely sharp business suit. She definitely has shoulder pads on. Uh, she looks straight out of the 80s. This is very interesting fashion. And she approaches you and says, what's the deal with this one? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Miss Potatoes. Um, this this guy's not from around here. He was just leaving. As you see, he's trying to cover for you. Yeah, I, I was just leaving. Uh, you know, I was here to take pictures, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's all good, right? The the Miss Potatoes opens her mouth again after looking. Uh, are you holding your camera right now? Yeah, yeah, it's in my hands. All right, after looking over your camera. Pictures. We could use another photographer for the event. Um, are you in the union by any chance, Mr. Uh, Javier? Uh, no, I, I am not. Actually, is that going to be a problem? No, I prefer that, actually. This is... <laughs> okay. This is not a union operation for the most part. Say, Javier. Yeah, yes, yeah. You could use a little bit of extra money, couldn't you? Uh, uh yeah, yeah I, I suppose I could. How about... Let's make it an even 3,000 for the weekend. That should be more than enough, more than fair. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that, uh, that sounds great, actually. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, I will uh, take pictures of anything you want me to. All right, and you've brought your own camera, so we don't even have to bring our equipment out of storage. Now, um, go see Derek and have him sign up a, a waiver for Javier here. Oh, all right, Miss Potatoes. And you hear a phone ring, but it's not like a modern, like, iPhone ring. Uh, it's like the, it is the iconic Nokia. And she pulls out a brick phone that's not even a flip phone. This is an ancient device. <laughs> and she begins speaking on it. Yes. Yes. Okay. And then she motions that she needs to go. You guys handle yourselves. And uh, she begins walking away while talking on the phone. 
So, uh, wow, that worked out pretty well. I'm gonna be perfectly honest. I really did not want to be responsible for taking pictures for this, but man, that paycheck sweetened the deal. So that's pretty rad. Yeah, three thousand dollars. That's more than I make in a month. I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't know how to feel about this. <laughs> hey, uh, do you want to go help me celebrate the sweet paycheck I'm gonna be getting? <laughs> uh, I guess. Well, we gotta find Derek first. Uh, ah, he should, he should be okay. around here somewhere. Sure, um, sure. As you look, you you see this massive pile of televisions that I haven't mentioned until now because it is such a colossal eyesore. These huge CRTs are all displaying the faces of people who are wearing Mr. Man brand t-shirts. And a lot of them look <laughs> like they're, they're moving their mouths or shouting something at the screen. And you can hear this faint grumbling noise uh, from someone on the other side of the pile. And let me fetch him. Uh, Goose is going to lead you around to the other side of the pile, and there you see a small Anoli lizard boy. Well, with those eyes, you can't really call him a boy. You know he's seen things with eyes like that, and coffee clutched in his prosthetic arm like that. This this is definitely a man, just a very small one. A manlet, if you will. And he grumbles, I have to go through and get all of these. And Goose speaks up and he says, Hey, Derek, we need uh, to print out another liability form for our new friend here. Another form? A lot in paper? Yeah, from a printer. Okay. And he looks you over and just sighs and finishes his coffee. As he moves his arm, you realize this is not like a fancy sci-fi prosthetic arm that is actually articulatable. He just moves the root of it and he has to use his other arm to articulate it into various poses. But it looks like there's magnets in it and there's a magnet on his cup of coffee, so that's good for him. So he goes through the pile and finds, surprisingly, a printer. <laughs> and starts uh, sending something to it with his phone before it bleats out an error. What do you mean there's no magenta? This is a black and white document! And about that time, a white uh, Ford Explorer, did we say? A Corolla. Corolla. A white Corolla rolls up and our safety coordinator uh, arrives at what looks like a very unsafe pile of active CRTs. You cannot imagine. Are these all plugged into the same outlet? Is this a colossal fire hazard? What is going on here? What is this? What? Why? What? What is this all about? And as you get out of the car, exasperated at this scene, uh, Goose turns to explain to you, Oh, you're the safety coordinator? Yeah, this is uh, the hub, Mr. Man calls it. It's It's got, like, streaming faces from all his biggest fans, so it, it, it's like scenery. It's it's for the event. The hub? The hub? 
Did yeah. you even hire a technician to put this together? Did you have anyone look this over to make sure it's not just going to catch on fire at any moment? Uh, and as you ask that, the uh, the small lizard next to Goose uh, pipes up and says, They hired a network engineer. That's not going to be sufficient, and it will probably catch on fire. Uh, oh. Okay, do you at least have an equipment checklist for this? We got to start looking it over and maybe take some of this down. <laughs> I'll squirt it to you on your uh, your 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 blackberry or whatever you have. The uh, the lizard uh, explains. Can we can we print something out? Uh, another one wants to use the printer. No, the printer isn't working because we don't have magenta toner. Why would you need magenta? It's just a black and white list. That's what I'm saying! And he articulates his prosthetic arm into being thrown up in rage and then articulates it back down. Okay, yeah, Blackberry will do. That's a good start. Um, Grayson, you have computer use as a technical skill. Would you like to use that to bypass the magenta toner restriction on this printer or fuck Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Yep. 100%. All right. You happen <laughs> to know a secret technique that doctors hate that causes the the, the HP DeskJet 5000 to ignore color ink altogether and just print black and white, no fuss, no trouble. And because of that, we do officially have a liability waiver that Javi can sign. Per wait, there was already a document waiting to print. Great. Uh, we should be able to get another one. Just okay. So let's see. Equipment checklist. All right, here we go. And he starts printing out the equipment checklist as he hands the liability waiver over to Javier to sign. Yeah, uh, does anyone have a pen on them? I, I can't sign this without a pen. I got a pen. Grayson instinctively pulls one out of his pocket and clicks it while not even looking. Wow. Oh. Yeah, Goose uh, also pulls out one that has like a really festive uh, plush rabbit as a topper on the end, but he sees Grayson's beating him to it and he kind of looks sad and puts it away. So Javier just immediately signs it without even reading anything on it because he's just like, man, those $3,000, that's going to be awesome. So, yep, yeah, here you go. All right. Uh, wonderful. Um, remember that forever. Anyway, so uh, as uh, this scene concludes, you hear uh, an announcement uh, from the pavilion nearby. It looks like they're getting ready to start the festivities for tonight. It looks like everyone everyone is grouping up over there so we have a stage with some chairs set out and the last glimmers of the fading sunlight uh, make the perfect opportunity for mr man to appear and give a speech for the opening of escape con uh you see kurgan is also here uh he's got his camera at the ready filming mr man And Mr. Man opens with a, hey, hey, everybody. I'm so happy to welcome you all to this once in a lifetime opportunity. The one and only Kate Escape Con. And he kind of fumbles over his words, but Kurgan makes a, a symbol for him to keep going. 
we gathered 12 contestants from around the world. Some you might recognize and others everyday fans, just like you at home. And they're gonna compete for amazing prizes, the likes of which have never been given away before. We're here in Cape Karma, a dusty old ghost town deep in the Mojave Desert. And we've purchased the entire town to turn into one giant escape room extravaganza. That's right. Our contestants are trapped here until they can collect the keys to the city and escape in their very own brand new Tesla. And Kurgan quickly pans the camera over as Mr. Man <laughs> hustles to like get in front of it uh, to a nearby collection of Teslas that are just sitting on the salt flat nearby. Each of them have an obnoxious wrap with a branded corporate sponsor on them. They are complete eyesores and honestly, if if you had any other option, you might wanna not want to drive these, but I don't know your particular living situations. This might be an upgrade from nothing. I think Sandals is sitting here muttering to himself like I mean, you can probably get the wrap removed after the fact, but I wonder where the nearest charger is. I mean, it's got to be within driving distance, right? There's no way they'd strand us out here with one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so as as they pan over, Mr. Man is going to continue his, uh, his spiel. Each of our contestants will have a chance to drive home their very own Tesla. Thanks to a partnership with my good friend, Ellen Tusk, and the generous support of our sponsors. But first, they have to find the keys to the city, hidden around our newly renovated Cape Karma. And to raise the stakes even higher, one of the Teslas contains the actual key to the city, the deed to Cape Karma itself. That's right, we're giving away a whole town. The clues we've hidden around town hint at which Tesla to pick for the grand prize. And it's first come, first serves. So the faster you find the keys, the better your chance of picking the winner. Sandal's hand is straight up in the air right now. Like he's asking <laughs> to get like called called on. <laughs> Unfortunately, it doesn't look like Mr. Man is in, in the mood to take any questions at the moment. Uh, Sandals completely <laughs> just keeps waiting with his hand there, like just very <laughs> eagerly. Like, teacher, teacher. <laughs> like you can clearly see Mr. Beast make eye contact and then <laughs> stop and then look away. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he he finishes up his speech. Says, "All right, let's cut there." I, all right. And then he drops the YouTuber cadence a little, but it's kind of baked into his voice now, like uh, like when you get an image baked into a, a, your monitor from looking at it for five million hours. And he says, all right, I'll, I'll hand you guys over to the event coordinator, Miss Potatoes, to explain how everything works. I gotta go shoot a spot for the man meat grand opening. And uh, anyone with uh, at least one rank in pop culture has heard of uh, the man meat uh, <laughs> restaurant chain uh, that is branded with his face and they have a very unfortunate slogan main meat put my meat in your mouth <laughs> <laughs> so 
So he runs off to take care of that, and you're left with Miss Potatoes. And we're going to stop looking at these ugly cars and go back to the stage. All right. So Miss Potatoes uh, comes out, uh, having already been introduced. She feels no need to double up and introduce herself. She says, I'll be your event coordinator this weekend. We're planning to wrap filming by noon on Sunday, so you've got tonight, Friday, Saturday, and the first half of Sunday to search the town. The Cape Escape app on your phones will provide hints and track which keys you've found. Uh, it will also page you when it's one your turn for one of our scripted events. We've got several of those planned, so please keep your eye out for them. Um, we'll also need you in groups of four for those scripted encounters. Um, you're all adults. So I trust you to form groups on your own. In the meantime, you're feel, feel free to explore the town and start hunting for keys. Oh, and of course, be careful out there. It's a creepy old town and we wouldn't want you getting hurt. But as a reminder, you've all signed your release forms, and the Cape Comic staff is not responsible for any personal injury that may result as a part of this content. Any questions? And uh, she she looks over Sandal, whose hand I assume is still in the air after two speeches. Yes, speeches. I was going to say he perks up again, like the moment they say any questions. I mean, his hand has been up the whole time, but he like visibly bounces in his seat. You can see in her eyes she was really hoping there would not be any questions, but she sighs and relents and says, uh, um, all right, you there? Yeah, oh, th thank you so much. I have so many questions. Um, my first question is, uh, they mentioned that we had to uh, find all the keys around town in order to then own the town. Um, I guess my first question is, uh, is that what all the tax paperwork we had to sign first was about? And uh, furthermore about tax, do we have to suddenly pay property tax? I mean, that's a pretty big acquisition. I assume that there's a pretty significant monetary value on just this land uh, to begin with. That's before we get to the historical value of all this property. And oh boy, I looked into the history of this place and it seems like there's quite a lot of history here. Secondly, um, those cars, I assume those are because they're prizes. Those also have some sort of monetary value that we're responsible for. Is there an accountant on staff that we can talk to? And he just like keeps <laughs> going for like every single question down the possible line that you could ask. He is just without even stop, like he's not even stopping to get it an answer he's just <laughs> listing all of his questions and it probably goes on for like a solid maybe eight minutes straight before he's like okay did you get all that um sorry do we, should i start over a minute into that question jet just pulls down his cap slides <laughs> down his fold-up chair until the horse is out of line of sight and just starts and just lights up <laughs> This What's kid's he got some real promise? Yeah, yeah. This is he. He could uh, he could be an apprentice in your industry with an attitude like that. Exactly. So, uh, you can tell. Well, everyone other than Sandals can tell that after ten seconds into this rambling barrage of questions, she has completely lost the plot. Um, she's she's motioning to staff to like go ahead get started and whatever else they need to be doing um 
And since she mentioned people splitting up into groups, all the other contestants have already split up into groups and have left your ass behind uh, <laughs> over the course <laughs> of th this uh, this barrage. So once you're finally done, uh, she says, uh, any and all concerns can be de deflected to our legal department uh, at your earliest convenience. Ah, uh, goodbye. Legal department. I should have thought about that. You're Thank you so much for your time. And she's just walking away and he's like, Man, she she was so nice. <laughs> I'm glad that was his takeaway from that. All right. So looking around, you see that pretty much everyone has wandered off by now. The 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 crew is getting ready for what they need to be doing. The other contestants have split up into groups and have started the pacing the town. This only leaves five individuals uh, left here in front of the stage, which is odd since she said groups of four, but whatever. Now that these five individuals are left alone, what do they do? I think Sandals looks around and is ca like counting and just sitting there trying to do math to figure out how we can turn this group of five into a four stack. And <laughs> like it isn't even uh, occurring to him that they might just need to be a five stack. Like he's truly trying to figure out how we can make this work. So uh, Javier just immediately goes up to Grayson and it's just like, uh, hey, man. So uh, I was supposed to be like taking pictures for this event. And uh, but like, am I participating in it, too? Like, I don't even really like to be perfectly honest, this event seems really poorly run. I mean, you guys just hired me out of the blue. This is like really bizarre. I'm not going to turn down the paycheck. I mean, it's pretty incredible. But uh, yeah, this is like this is pretty bizarre. I got to be honest. I, were... I totally, totally get it, but I gotta tell you, event operations, totally different team. I'm just here to make sure that things don't go south. I'm actually, if you're on staff, these, th these three don't have a fourth. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Who knows, who knows what we're doing here, man? You know, you were there when I first got here. I haven't had a chance to check in with any ops staff yet at all. Uh, I don't have a list of what the different buildings are called, what sort of hazards to expect. I don't have anything ready yet. And Sandals, hearing that, you remember that if you bring up the Cape Escape app on your phone, you get a map of the town. So that might be something you could want to share with this safety coordinator. Yeah, Sandals is already walking over to them, and he's like, Hi, uh, Sandals. You might know me. I'm San Sandy, Sandy's Stories. Uh, anyway, I'm like, I was, I'm a contestant. Uh, I assume you two are contestants. I'm also a contestant. Uh, it's just so much fun that we're all here right now, and I need a group, and I think you two do too, and uh, I just thought... You know, I kind of think I might have a head start in this whole thing. I've been kind of paying really close attention. And there's like a map like right here. Like if you open the app on your phone, I can show you where to download it if you want. Um, you can get like the map of the town on your phone. And he's just like literally explaining <laughs> and like holding a smartphone out to these people as if he thinks they don't know what a smartphone is. But like very, <laughs> very sincerely, 
not like being patronizing on purpose, just genuinely being like, and like, this is the home button. And if you press the home button, it makes the map go away. So you open the app and you press this and that gives you the map again. <laughs> okay. That's actually really useful. Uh, yeah. Sandy, Sandy, is it? I'm, I'm yeah. really sorry to have to tell you, like, I'm, I'm on the staff here. I'm not a contestant. We're not, we're not here to be part of your group. <laughs> oh my God. That's so embarrassing. Oh, oh, uh, wow. Ah, uh, uh, <laughs> ooh, but, but wow. Don't worry, don't worry about it. Um, but, um, I think you're already supposed to be looking for the clues. You're, you're supposed to be searching already. I think for just a second, you see a flash of true horror on his face <laughs> as he realizes yeah. that he's like losing time. And then he's like, you are so right. Oh, I need to get my head back in the game here. Oh man, I thank you. Oh, thank you so much. What was your name? I, I'm Grayson. I'm Grayson. Javi was it, right? Javi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can call me Javi, Javier. I think I think it would be perfect if you just followed Sandy around for a while and get some good footage. Uh, that would be so much help here. And then he hands you his own phone and he's like, can you uh, can you take some pictures with this, too? I need them for my chance. I really I hate to be that guy. Javi, uh, if I can call you that, if I can call you Javi, I would really you can call me Sandy, by the way. All my friends call me Sandy. Um, if you could take some pictures of me for my thing, too, that would also be awesome. And he like leans in and he's like, and if you swipe to the left, you get the video mode. So if you press that, that gives it a video. Do you need do you, have you ever used one of these before uh, you can get it you're so smart i uh you seem like you really know your way around a camera so anyway uh don't want to lose any time so uh should we maybe get the others too more people working on it might mean more clues am i right he's totally just like walking off at this point without even stopping <laughs> grayson is seeing the other two sitting around for the first time like hadn't even looked what um a luchador and and a guy that slinked down in his chair um are you guys not excited about this event it's supposed to be the big thing this weekend why aren't you out looking it's gonna for be huge it's gonna be absolutely gigantic <laughs> uh manifesto is uh he has propped up what appears to be uh, a small custom funko pop of himself on the stage and is taking pictures of it and uh staring at his phone and taking selfies uh, that just maybe might have Mr. Man somewhere in the distance in the background and post already thinking of captions of like me with the with my bro that kind of thing <laughs> uh, but of course he's hearing all sorts of chatter and getting uh, some attention his way and uh, he, he makes his way over to the rest of the group once he gets those good shots and he's you know he's like hey bros hey I'm a I'm running on three bed Red Bulls and a, a family-sized bag of Skittles here, but I, I'm ready to go. I don't think that's quite good enough to maintain your health, but whatever works for you, why aren't you out looking for clues? Well, you know, I, I went over because they had like a craft services thing, but nothing there looked good, man. Whoever did that, it was not great. <laughs> uh, but 
You, you know, I like taking my time with this. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And, you know, this is going to be a battle of the thinkers, not a battle of the, the speeders, you know? You just got to, you know, think. And that's what I'm doing in my head right now. And uh, you, you guys also look like good thinkers, too. Even if you're on the staff, that means you've got, like, the inside deets. So, you know, don't don't feel free. Like, there's no barrier between you and me, man. We can, like, share. You know, I respect that. I I appreciate it. Sorry, what was your name again? Uh, to my make my name is uh, Manifesto. Man- <laughs> Manifesto. You got it. It's pretty close, bro. It's okay. <laughs> At this point, Jet has his feet up on the now abandoned chair in front of him and has achieved tilting back his own chair at a frankly impossible angle. <laughs> that does not look safe. Can you at least put that chair down flat on the ground, please? He makes a great display of rolling forward, standing up, cracking his back, and bowing. <laughs> uh, great. Yeah. Sarcasm. Great. Um, are you here for the event? What's your What's your deal? I take it this is the last chosen at football group. Uh, I think this is just the hasn't figured out that you're already started the event group. Um, are you participating? Are you doing team activities? I mean... <laughs> Bad blink. <laughs> What's your name? Jet. All right, Jet. So I'm going to go ahead and put down here that Jet Manifesto San. Oh, he's he's long gone. Sandals and <laughs> Javi. I'm putting you on their team. You guys oh. are a team. All right. Go do cool. team stuff. Uh, sure. I think at this point, Sandals pops up right next to all of you and it's like oh we got all the people we need oh uh that's great uh i was thinking maybe we should head to just like the town square maybe and just see or you know like the center maybe near town hall uh and just see what everyone else is doing you know you know mr mr sandy sandals man you know i've heard of you and i you know i respect you bro he fully takes your hand in his hand and is like, <laughs> I love your work. What was your name? My name is Manifesto. And, you know, I like your idea, you know, about the town hall, the, the center. That's, but, you know, we're going to be looking for stuff. We need to observe. So I see on your little, your little map thing here, your map quest, there's a, an observatory. And I think if we want to observe, we should go there. <laughs> I think Sandals is just actually deeply pondering this. Like, yeah, that's actually pretty profound. Yeah, that's a rock solid uh, logic there. Can't argue that. You know, I I knew I would love you guys. I really, I respect you. I respect all of you, each and every one of you. I just want you to know that. All right, so I guess that makes you the leader. Oh, oh, me? Little, little <laughs> me. 
Oh, yeah. you know. I mean, you had the idea. You pointed out the flaw with my idea. So clearly, you know what you're doing. I mean, it doesn't really make a lot of sense to disagree with you at this point in time. I don't oh, think. Okay, I mean, sounds good. Not- Let's go. All right, everyone, we're heading off. And we just start heading off. All right. The observatory. Stop dawdling. We just go. Yeah, excellent. So our group has assembled and they have a mission to undertake. And we are going to take so, a brief intermission before we get to that. Mr. GM <laughs> man, uh-huh. uh, do we, what's the Wi-Fi situation here? Uh, so if you want to pull out your phone and check, uh, you'll realize that there is a local network uh, that you are able to connect through and get out to the outside world. But there is like no 4G, no 3G. You have no bars of any kind here outside of the Wi-Fi. That Wi-Fi is your sole link to the outside world. Nothing bad will happen to it, I'm sure. So can Manifesto here, can he be doing his little live stream, his little uh, just oh, chatting? No. Uh, absolutely. Uh, they have a mobile hotspot set up here, so you can do that. Um, if everyone tries to do it at once, you might like overload the network a little bit and get your stream pretty choppy, but it looks like most people are focused on the actual scavenger hunt for now, so you're getting a pretty good connection. Okay, Mr. Manifesto, he's got his little phone on the like, necklace, that kind of thing, walking around with him, and he's got his two or three viewers along for the ride with him. You know, they keep dropping and coming back, but I imagine that's the situation. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to take five, uh, go get some refreshments, and uh, then we will pick up with starting to explore Cape Karma. Okay. Here All we right. go. Yeah. Fantastic. We are back. Yay. All right. So our lucky (laughs) contestants and staff, uh, we don't have a plucky name for them yet. We we might stumble upon one later, but for the time being, our heroes are setting out into Cape Karma. The last uh, glimmer of sunlight has faded as night falls over the town. Um, It's not as dark as you might think for a ghost town, though. It looks like the crew has gone through and retrofitted lighting rigs all throughout the city. Not necessarily to give it good lighting, but to give it moody lighting that will look good on camera for this reality show. And looking through your Cape Escape app, you see the list of keys and hints for each one for how to find them throughout the city. So I am going to set this journal to observer and show players. So now you should see this journal pop up and you can also now reference it in the journals tab at any time later. These are the keys to the city. The app tracks how many of the keys you found with 10 of the 12 being required to unlock a Tesla. Uh, Tapping each of the keys displays a hint to help locate it. Three of them are grayed out with a lock icon on them, but they still display a hint. You think that might be related to the scripted encounters that were mentioned. 
Um, gotcha. If you read them all in order, they kind of spell out a poem of sorts. Uh, all the hymns together say, From the sunless skies a star did rain down. The preacher saw it coming and got out of town. The mayor's new hobby kept him too busy to notice, while those in the smoke lodge were eating their lotus. A general sense of malaise took root in our hearts as the workers in the shop put down their part. We first heard the whispers that danced on the wire. Then they grew louder as if cast from a spire. Last call never came for those drowning their sorrow. Not even the sheriff would last to the morrow. Our lives at an end, not even ice could preserve as we finally got what all sinners deserve. That's morbid as fuck. But each of those <sighs> appears to be a clue to locating one of the keys. I think immediately Sandals is is like taking notes on his own phone and like kind of just talking out loud to the group and he's going Sunless sky, started rain down. Star, that must be observatory. Preacher saw it coming, got out of time. Preacher, that's going to be the chapel. Mayor's new hobby kept him too busy to notice. Okay, mayor's new hobby, that might be the town hall because that's where the mayor's from. But it might also mean something like the roller barn or uh, the boudoir. I'm not really sure which one that could be. Who really knows about that? And he's just kind of going through and like immediately in game mode sort of even oblivious to the people around him. It's very clear to all of you that he not only is in this to win this, but is like serious about this and also very experienced and like might actually have a very good chance of winning this. Definitely picked last as a kid. <laughs> then fucking win it for us. Oh, I'm sorry. What was that? <laughs> oh, are we at the observatory yet? <laughs> are we going to the? Are, were we going to the observatory? Um. So that that was where uh, where Manifesto wanted to go, uh, but what? I kind of want to spend a point, possibly mm -hmm. early. But I don't know if this is something we can do. So I know I know that we can spend points to win something in the moment. Mm -hmm. Can I preemptively spend a point to do something like actively in in the off chance we stumble upon something? Yes, that is a fantastic use of investigator points. Anytime you have an idea of something you could do that would be related to one of your investigative skills, absolutely ask it. These are very fun things we can explore to use up your points to affect the story. So what is it that you want to do? Okay, so as we're walking, Sandals, because he's in this investigative mode, like, I want to put across to everyone how serious he is like his pupils are razor thin right now <laughs> like he is vigilant uh he is noticing 
everything. As we're walking through the town, he is looking under doormats for keys, looking in bricks. Like, he will see a rock and pick it up. I want him to be paying very close attention to noticing anything that may be out of the ordinary, but not just like, oh, there's like a group of people over there. He knows how to cut through the chat. He understands that a lot of people are going to be observant, but not the way he is. He wants to be looking for the sharks and he wants to keep an eye out for any possible thing that could be a clue or any person who might be getting ahead of them. Well, that's what Grayson's here for. He can see like, oh, those people are getting ahead. He can just target them as like, hey, that's a safety issue. I need to stop you guys and check you. <laughs> and he reports back to us. So do I so is, do I press the plus here to spend a notice point on that? Is that what I would use that for? Or do I use a yes. different skill for that? That would be a really good use of notice or analysis. I'd say either one for that. Uh, I want to save analysis in my back pocket for a, an opportunity to brute force a riddle that I might not be able to actually solve. <laughs> so we'll use notice and I just press the, is it plus? And then I press the little uh, looking glass. Yep. Okay. All right. You have spent one point of notice. And yes. you have spent one point of notice to look through the crowds, gauging the people, look through the city, gauging what is going on here. Like, I, I want it to to paint the picture, right? Like, Sandals is a... Like, he's so good at escape rooms that he might... And, like, puzzles and ARGs that it's, like, almost academic life or death for him. He's wow. He's so good at these things that he's not a fun person to do an escape room with. <laughs> like, he... <laughs> He will hear someone say something like, and he will be like, no, that's just not the answer. I'm sorry. Like They'll be like, what if, what if it's, a, oh, the night sky? Um, well, one time I saw a shooting star over the well. And he's just like, no, that's not the answer. So that's the kind of like hyper vigilant, hyper aware, hyper focus he is right now. And he's just going to be kind of quiet, looking at his phone and taking notes this entire walk to the uh, observatory. He's going to be quiet. Mm -hmm. I mean, wow. unless you talk to him. <laughs> then he will not stop. Then the dam burst forth. <laughs> All right. So as you walk, you pass uh, through from the bottom left up towards the night sky uh, observatory at the top right. And... You take notice of each of the buildings that's marked on the map. Uh, some of these buildings actually aren't here. There's fewer than are represented on the map. It looks like this map is more a stylist, stylized rendition of the town. There's a lot of scrub grass that's not represented here. There's a lot of ruined buildings that are falling apart. Uh, but it looks like three of the buildings on this map have panels on them that allow them to be remotely locked from a distant control room somewhere, you notice. And since there's exactly three, that lines up with the three locks in the clues on the app. So you notice that McCree's Diner, the Chapel House, and the Throat Lodge are locked in this manner. You also uh, notice 
someone else noticing this. And now that night has fallen, we have a darker representation of the town. Ooh. Can we just get a time check really quick? What time is it right now about? Um, it is probably about six o'clock and uh, it is on. the darkest uh, time of year. So it's actually already just gotten dark. It probably got dark around 530. How quickly does it get cold here at night? Uh, very quickly and it can drop okay. down to 30 degrees. So you and Javi are actually dressed correctly for this we're, occasion. We're good. Yes. Uh, Mr. Mostly Naked in a leotard, maybe not so much. He's got that inner heat, man. <laughs> Fire inside. <laughs> so, let's get this guy up on the board. Uh, before you can get to the observatory, you run into a large pear-shaped polar bear that you recognize all too well, Sandals. He mm. has his arms crossed. You catch him looking at the same locked doors that you are, and you get the impression that he's coming to the same conclusions that you are. I he, think... Okay. I was just going to say, I think Sandals is, like, he notices this person and is going to... He, he's, like, hackles are immediately up. Not in a, like, I don't like this person way, but in a, like, very clearly now understands the stakes and that this person is a potential not rival but like there is another player in the game now there are it's not just sandals and a bunch of npcs anymore <laughs> so and mikey isn't is like, the only one here who refers to people's npcs good to know yeah and like his posture is suddenly straight as a board like he is full professional now as he is walking up and I think it's enough that everyone else could notice this if they were paying attention. Uh, so as you walk up, the bear nods his head, bowing it down slightly because he's so much taller than you. This is an absolute mountain of a man, but that's pretty common for bears. And he says, that's uh, some globlic um, sandals. Sandies. Ice. How you doing? It's, it's ice, not ice. Americans mm. always get it wrong. But uh, I'm doing well. I'm doing quite well for myself. Um, how are you doing? Are you still... I haven't seen anything of yours in my recommendations for quite some time. Oh, yeah. I've been working on, like, a big project. It's kind of, you know, something I, I wanted to just get out there and, uh, and just publish when it's done, you know? Uh... When you make content sort of like I do, it you really want to be super thorough and just not publish things, get too hasty before you have all the information. Uh, I wouldn't want to have to publish a bunch of like retractions and corrections and postmortems. Uh, that being said, I did watch your last postmortem. That was that was actually pretty interesting. Uh, I didn't really realize people were still covering the the Slenderman stuff. I haven't really watched a lot of that, but I mean. Uh, it's cool to see that someone's doing the archival work. He, he sighs deeply, and you can tell he's annoyed when you bring up Slenderman. It's like, a Slenderman is, is for children. You know I do real work now on things that actually happened. I have a segment on True TV coming up. 
Oh, yeah, the true crime stuff. Mm, I just, I, it's one of those things where it's like the algorithm is so mean to it. It's just, I don't know if it's super optimal for web anymore. Hmm. Well, be that as it may, I, I'm doing well enough for myself. I'm, I'm glad to hear you're still hanging in there. Well, yeah, someone's got to do it if everyone else is going to drop the ball. Oh, Sandy, Sandy, Sandy. You have fun with your little friends and leave the Teslas to the grown-ups. They are very high-performance vehicles. You would not understand. How hard is it to ship one of those back to Germany? I mean, does it even... Can you even drive them on your side of the road over there? I think they're mostly fit for America. I'm not sure Mr. Mann really fitted out with European cars. Just, you know, asking questions. Oh, don't worry about it. I will keep it over here in my beach house. I have a beach house because I uh, I own more than one property. I'm not still slumming it in my parents' basement. <laughs> yeah, that would be a real shame to keep having to record on that shitty mic you used to have. <laughs> Your production value has increased so much over the past two years. You can see his hackles raising in return as as you mentioned his poor audio quality. The thing that keeps him up at night, having the night terrors going, no, there's popping. Mouth noises. Mouth noises. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, if if things are good, then things are good. Is pleasure to see you. Um, best of luck I, in the competition. Yeah. Oh, it's so great. I think. Sandals is very sincere when he says this next thing. He goes, I do really like your work, you know. But the underlying idea here is that he really just doesn't like ice very much. Uh, and instead of returning the compliment to you, he says, I like my work too, as he departs. <laughs> Jet just gives out a big sigh and then just pats sandals on the back a little too hard. <laughs> Ooh, uh. Chin up, goggles. Anyone else feel kind of weird? <laughs> yeah, it was a little weird. Yeah. Ooh, uh, ah, I feel oh. really warm. Is anyone else feeling really warm right now? Is he a, oh is he a YouTuber or something? Uh, yeah, it's funny. He's like an old buddy of mine. We used to hang out in the same internet detectives group, but he kind of did a pivot to true crime. And honestly, I think that stuff is kind of exploitative. It's just doesn't sit right with me. And a lot of the people he hangs out with are just mired in all this controversy and stuff. And so that there's a little bit of tension. And, you know, we tried to let him back into our group, but then things started getting a little bit weird. And... Yeah, so now he's like off doing his own thing and I don't know, there's some still there's still some lingering tension there from his side, I think. No need to so as you from his side, you can see <laughs> Sandals is like fully like picking at his own fingernails, like not super happy about the fact that they interacted. Always a shame to run into your ex. Ah, yeah. Uh, did you run into your ex or something? I don't, uh, hmm. I don't think, hmm. Yeah, I don't think Janine is here, he says, and then he looks at his phone for a second. He's like, yeah, I don't think Janine is here. Just completely not picking up what you put down. 
so after that little encounter, uh, our group is able to finish making their way to the observatory. All right. As we arrive in the observatory, we find that it has not suffered the wear and tear of time particularly well. Some of the buildings here in town, they don't necessarily look brand new, but they at least look functional. Uh, this looks like someone smashed it with a hammer. Um, a really big one, a million times. There's rubble strewn everywhere, uh, loose wiring hanging out, Grayson's having a conniption. Um, but as you uh, look through, since all the windows are gone, you can see straight through this building. There is a large antique telescope rotting in the center of this abandoned building. For the time being, you appear to be the only ones here. You think they have scabies here? Is that something we need to worry about? Uh, I didn't have that on any of my preparation, but I, I wouldn't rule it out. Great. Don't roll on the floor then. Bad idea. <laughs> to be honest, I'm surprised they are letting us into some of these buildings at all. I mean, these are just as dilapidated as some of the sketchy places I've been to before. This doesn't seem legal to me. I don't really get this, but uh, I, this is this is awesome, though. I mean, I'm getting great pictures. I think Sandals like hops on the floor like two or three times and the boards are like creaking underneath him. And he's like, yeah, I, I think there's a pretty good chance we could die in here. <laughs> and then you hop a couple more times. <laughs> yeah, mm, these are really, I don't think the floor is very safe, so we should be a little bit careful where we step. Manifesto looks through the telescope. Um, you look through the telescope and you see nothing because it's pointed at the ground and there's not enough light to really illuminate it. Uh, you're not even sure if it still goes a straight connection through the lenses anymore. Hmm. But uh, give me a interfacing. Yeah, you want to spend an interfacing point for me? Sure. So that's a one d six plus one. Or for uh, your investigation skills, you just spend them. You don't even roll anything. You just spend and you succeed. You get it. Okay, I'll spend one of those. No question about it. Okay, so. by interfacing with this device, you you feel how it's intended to be used. It's definitely supposed to be pointing up at the sky. You're not sure if someone turned it this way or if it just got battered by storms over the course of the years after the roof fell out of this place. But it's definitely not supposed to be pointed at the ground the way it is. And when you look at where it's pointed, you see a glint of something shining in the gr- embedded in the ground. Okay. All right. So uh, we want to go take a look at that, get a closer uh, an eye for what's glinting. Um, do you have your phone in your hand right now? It's around my neck. Okay. Then as you bend over and dip down close to this mysterious object, you feel a buzz on your phone. Oh, okay. Uh, a new subscriber. Oh, yes. Oh, thank <laughs> you for subscribing to the channel. As always, <laughs> need it, bleed it, read it. Live in La Vida Loca. Okay. Oh, okay. This might not be that. Um, so, what's on my you, phone? 
When you look at the phone, you have a push notification from the Cape Escape app, and it says, Key to the City Unlocked. Uh, looking back down, you see you it occurred when your phone got close to a strange, craggy rock embedded in the ground. It almost looks like a meteorite. Interesting. Okay, is it something that you can uh, pick up? Um, when you try to pick it up, uh, it's either extremely heavy or it's bolted to the ground. You're not sure which, but you're not making it budge. Mm, even me. Even you. Wow. Um, if you want, you can give it your all and give me an athletics test to try and pry it out. <laughs> you, you know, Manifesto actually doesn't have that much athletics. He's got that, uh, we call it Milwaukee muscle. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, he's going to pass on that. Oh, right. I. What, is, what did you find there, uh, man, sh wait, sh sh Manifesto? Sh <laughs> got it. You've been paying attention. I like that, bro. Uh, so I got a key. So, you know, looks like we're on our steps to, to winning this thing. Yeah. Question. Mm -hmm. uh, does it unlock for all of us as a group or does it unlock for Manifesto? It unlocks for Manifesto. Do you want to try uh, getting your phone close to it to see if it unlocks for you as well? Yes. So uh, Sandals noticing what is happening. Uh, pulls out his phone and uh, walks over immediately. Uh, when you get your phone close enough, uh, you get the push notification as well. That key to the young city, uh, key to the city is unlocked for you as well. Uh, near as you can guess, there's probably an RFID or near field communication chip embedded in it that just goes off when it gets close enough to a phone with the app on it. Hey guys, I think we need to put our phones up to this rock. Really? Yeah, I think it's like some sort of chip reader or uh, like Bluetooth or something. Look at that. This is wow. Yeah, it just unlocked something. I don't want them getting my information. <laughs> <laughs> so I take I think... it uh, uh, using Sandals recommendation, Javi has downloaded the app and set it up now, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got that. Now we have three people with it. I think uh, at this point, Sandals is also like looking at Manifesto's phone and then Manifesto gets another notification and it's, and it's that Sandals has subscribed to his channel. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for subscribing. We're going to have an event. I'm going to be going to Chipotle next week. Oh, Chipotle. A live vlog. Yeah, yeah, you should check it out. All right, now where are we going next, man? Uh, I mean, you're the leader. Well, you know, sometimes, you know, I am the manifesto and you are the decrees, but I do like to consult my followers. Oh, so it's like delegation. It's a democracy, baby. Uh, <laughs> but like representative. Sure, baby. <laughs> huh. Before, I think I follow. Before Sandals can decide on where to go next, uh, the three of you that had the app installed get another push notification that says McCree's Diner will now seat you. Oh, I mean, I guess I am kind of hungry. I haven't I eaten this name morning. The, the Cold Cassidy. I don't think they call him that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I thought it. Sandals doesn't know what you're talking about, but he just says, "Yeah, I think I heard about that." <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, can we see the map really quickly? Yeah, let me get that back up. Thank you. Thank you. Is I there a place where we can reference out. this? Yeah. Let me create a little journal entry for that. I think uh, for clarification, Grayson definitely downloaded the app because mm -hmm. uh, Sandal showed him the map and he was like, yep, I need to have this. Excellent. But I don't know if he's configured it in some way that would register him as a contestant. So... There is one thing I think Sandals, I mean, I want to do, and this is a little bit just gamey, but uh, you said we have Wi-Fi, right? Yep. Uh, so first off, Sandals wants to message his internet friend mm -hmm. uh, and just ask uh, if Iceberg has posted anything. <laughs> like, have you seen? Uh, have you? Did you? He, I think he phrases it like, "Did you see what Ice posted?" As in a like prompting the other person to respond with what it is because he doesn't want to actually look uh, <laughs> and inflate his view count. Uh, oh, so but, petty! And then, without even like waiting for a response, uh, there is one other thing I want to check, and it's. Because we have Wi-Fi and the Cape Car the, the Cape Escape app has its own map, I think just in the, the interest of being thorough, Sandals would open up his actual GPS like maps app mm -hmm. and see if there is anything different between the the town map on the app itself and what was here before whatever staging happened that would give him clues about what to do or what might be sticking out. That's a good idea. So are you looking at the satellite view? Yeah, like he's looking at like street view, not like literal street view, but like yeah, looking at- Yeah, the street view doesn't come out here, unfortunately. The, yeah, the street just view as, doesn't go past Route 66, which you have to come off of to get here. Yeah, I think he just wants to compare like in the same way that you can, you know, when when you build like a new development and then you look at it on Google Maps and it's like a construction site. I think he wants to he wants to look and see like, all right, what is here as part of the facade of this town that might be like here for game purposes versus what was here before that might legitimately just be like a shitty old shack that no one demolished. Like, he's just looking for clues. Okay. So, pouring over it and comparing, um, are you guys walking to the diner as you're looking this over? I mean, does everyone want to get food? I've been driving for hours. Yeah, I'd like, I'd like some food. Do you think it's actually a diner, or is it just part of... I think Sandals of fully wants it to be a place where he can eat like chicken nuggets like i think he thinks it's a diner uh and it, he's hoping it's themed <laughs> like, if this isn't a real diner we gotta go over to the craft tent afterwards yes i'm good <laughs> okay so, you don't want to uh, go to the craft tent <laughs> no offense why not <laughs> so <laughs> what'd you do to it uh, as you pull up uh, uh, Google Maps and look it over, 
Uh, it looks like pretty much all the buildings are the same here. There's actually a little more damage uh, that you've seen firsthand uh, than is on Google Maps. Uh, looking at the bottom where it says when the photo was taken, uh, mm -hmm. the last aerial photo of this place was taken in 2017, which is pretty old for Google Maps. Usually they try and get within like two to three years to have everything yeah. up to date. Uh, they just leave out some of the unincorporated areas that no one cares about. And turns out that's what Cape Karma is. Gotcha. Okay. Um, the uh, only thing that stands out is there doesn't appear to be a lighthouse on the Google map. Hmm. I think that is something he puts quietly into his like notes app like he just like you know types with an underline like no lighthouse question mark but he doesn't vocalize it so that's just i mean between you and me as the dm like that's something that he makes a note of but doesn't doesn't bring up uh speaking of notes i added a player notes journal in the journals tab uh, feel free to uh keep track of notes in there if uh, you don't uh, want to do it in an external app uh up oh, to you perfect. That is uh, there for you to use. And I think you can hit add page at the bottom to add additional pages to it. Can you read what we write? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let me delete all that. <laughs> okay. So we are headed to the diner after looking through that map for comparison. Let me open my diner notes. Hmm. That looks pretty modern. Yeah, it looks pretty modern if retro-styled, intentionally. Sandals walks right in and just, like, super excitedly plops down in one of the benches. <laughs> uh, let's see. A bell rings above as the diner door swings open, revealing a quaint little boxcar diner that looks straight out of the 50s. These somewhat cramped confines leave little gap between the seating and the service counter and back. Uh, beyond the service counter, three open windows peek into the grill line, with a door in the back leading beyond to a larger kitchen. A jukebox sits opposite the exit on the far side of the dining room, next to the bathroom to the unisex, or next to the door to the unisex bathroom. Yeah, uh, just kind of mumbles to himself nostalgically. Never uh -huh. order the strawberry shake. The strawberries aren't real. <laughs> so as you enter and the the bell rings, uh, someone appears to hear that bell and comes to see you. You see a bright, cheery owl woman, a little heavy set, uh, in a diner waitress outfit, clutching a menu under her arm, and she looks so pleased to see you. Uh, Everyone who has at least one point in pop culture immediately recognizes her as renowned character actress Margot Theus. <laughs> this, this is a famous character actress who never actually like plays the leading lady or gets it much awards, but she's always like a really key supporting character in a drama or a horror movie. She is an absolute chameleon that can play a million kind of roles. She is a national treasure and we cherish her. 
And I think I watched you. <laughs> Go ahead. I think I watched you die. <laughs> um, one shining thing to say to someone you've never met before in this situation. So as she comes up, she she gives pause as you tell her you have seen her die before, and she tries. You can see a little bit of a smile forming on her beak, and she tries to banish that away, get back into character. And she's like, oh, oh sure, we see all kinds of things out here. Doesn't mean they're real. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen y'all in town before. You, you here for the winter? I think the gears are turning in Sandal's head as he's trying to understand what's happening, and then it clicks in. Yes! Yes, we are! And I will have one strawberry milkshake, please! Oh. Alright, well, I'm not sure if we got that on the menu, but here's the menu. Um, just point to whatever you want on it, and I'll get it I'll get it started up for you straight as, straight, straight as I can, sugar. Uh, sorry, the jukebox is on the fritz, so it might, you might have to eat your meal in silence tonight. And you look over, and there is an out of order sign on the jukebox. Ah, rats. Jet's, Jet's still smoking. <laughs> Manifesto she... is trying to look for the QR code on the menu. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's no QR code on the menu. Uh, but uh, let's see. We do have a handout of the menu that you can look over. Ooh. Huh? If you flip it upside down, what's it say? <gasps> Nothing. <laughs> prolonging <right>. the meal. <laughs> There's something <laughs> deeply funny about referring to dessert as prolonging a meal. <laughs> so uh, when you're here, it's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> So after she hands uh, you menu and then um, goes uh, to a stack of menus that's on one of the tables and starts passing them out to everyone, as I assume some of you are seated, some of you oh. are still standing. Okay, no, I, 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 I'm, I caught up. <laughs> I see what's happened. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, after she gets that done, uh, she yells uh, back to the kitchen, Daryl, Daryl, we've got guests! Sorry, I'm I'm gonna go have to wake up Daryl. He's probably taking a nap. Um, y'all y'all see what you want, and then I'll get you see, sit, situated uh, after I come back. The absolute insane irony that this menu does not contain any cake. <laughs> so you, <laughs> as you mentioned that you you do notice there is a delicious looking three layer cake. Uh, sitting on the counter next to the register in a glass dome. Um, it is very inviting, but it doesn't appear to be on the menu. So Margot departs and heads back to the kitchen. Uh, you hear the, the kitchen door shut behind her. And then a moment later, you hear a scream. Her shrill owl voice cuts through the diner and then you hear the click of several locks slamming shut throughout the diner it seems the scripted encounter has begun shit we're really committing to the bit 
guess we're doing like a murder mystery kind of thing here right now. What's going on? Well, you're in Cape Escape. This is probably an escape room. Right. Grayson, you know, I love it when you think like that. <laughs> I love it. We need more of it. All right, now. Goggles. How'd you know that was going to happen? It's <laughs> a good question. Mm-hmm. Answer the question. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I'm pretty sure she's an actress. I think I watched her. She plays like a dining uh, lady in like a lot of movies. Uh, just recently, I think she guest starred uh, on Creekdale and she got murdered in the back of a diner then too. Uh, so Does no they... one watch TV? <laughs> no, not really, but uh, yeah, I, that doesn't surprise me that they didn't come up with an original storyline for this. So that's that. I just, I just watch YouTube crack. shorts. <laughs> oh, the, the ones yeah, with the, the family got clips, medium. the ones with the subway surfers. I fucking love those. <laughs> now, she mentioned the jukebox. You think we should fuck around with that? Absolutely. I was going to try to put something on in the first place. So on the menu, there's like some big ass letters like next to the sorbet and shit. Maybe we should like put in those prices on the jukebox and it'll play some shit that'll get us out of here. That, that's hmm. actually that's actually kind of clever. So as you approach the jukebox, you see this. I'm actually going to go mark these as uh, observable by players <laughs> so you can refer back to them later. Sorry, Shug. Sorry, oh, Shug. That's, sad. that's great. I love that. <laughs> can I blue the Sug? We need to look at this and make sure that there's no uh, no little coin or NFC chip somewhere on here that caught it. Some kind of secret. <laughs> so if you look behind the paper, you can see some shit behind it. Fly me to the moon. High hopes, love, let me try. These are all songs. Uh, I'm not seeing that's numbers, life. Though. Yeah, no life's my way. Interesting. She's crying a tear. Uh, I think Sandals wants to get up and check if he can go into the kitchen. I think he's just literally going to walk behind the counter, like, as if that isn't a weird breach of, like, <laughs> business etiquette, and just try to push his way into the kitchen. Grayson so you walk- was was definitely heading that way too, just to make sure it wasn't a real scream. Speaking, okay. speaking of breach of etiquette, Jet's just gonna serve himself some cake. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So the the two of you going uh, back behind the counter, back behind the register, and that adult huge cake that uh, Jet's going for, uh, you see like a line cook operation with several grills and some fridges but it looks like the main meat of the kitchen is in the back behind that door. Um, Mm -hmm. Looking through that door, you see the big circular window at the top, but it's like grind over with some grease and shit, and you can barely see anything through it. And it does appear Uh, that that door is locked. uh, I don't know if this would pass health inspection. Jukebox is now observable, and the menu is now 
in the journal. Uh, and Jed, as you go to approach that cake uh, underneath the glass dome, you find that there's a padlock on it. Sorry, not a padlock, a combination lock. Oh, come on. Staffy's for free. And here's what that cake looks like. Like, bro, it's it's just glass. He's well, really feeling it right about now that he was stopped from going home for dinner. <laughs> Did you eat anything from the table you were setting up or are you on an empty stomach right now? No. Brutal. Oh, <laughs> he was, uh, given his general attitude, he was mostly stalking those items as a prank. <laughs> Not fit for human consumption. <laughs> So wait, 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 wait. You know that there's that padlock with the combination shit, but then there's those bold numbers on the menu. What if we put those numbers on the padlock and then you get the fucking cake? Like even more than you have right now, bro. I mean, I, I saw those glutes shit. <laughs> LRL. I think Sandals is fully inspecting the cake now. He's like just walking over. There are initials on the top. Can you give me a menu item? How do I? Oh, you click McCree's Diner. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. It took me a moment. Gotcha. So, <laughs> could uh, <laughs> could Manifesto try nine fifteen seven on the the fucking padlock? Sure. Um, do you go left? Do, it. do you go left first or right first? Fuck, I don't know. I try both. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, you try left, right, left, and. Uh, with 9.15.7 that doesn't seem to work. Right, left, right with 9.15.7 also does not seem to work. Yeah. Uh, Damn. They're trying 9.15.7? Yeah. Wait, hold on. Uh, I was going to say maybe the pictures are out of order with the uh, uh, with the type of food, but no, it seems like they are in the correct order because these are the Mexico City street tacos and then the fashion nuggets, I expect. Uh, <laughs> and then the sorbet. So I was thinking maybe we had to do it in the correct order, but it doesn't match, so I'm not sure. Thieves receive just desserts. Sharper knives through Chicken McNuggets. I'm horrified because I just I grew up with these three albums. <laughs> it's good. That is good. <laughs> Italian leather sofrito. <laughs> I, I thought the short uh, short skirt take steak with long jacket fries was particularly yeah. inspired. Yeah, yeah, yakisoba. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, let's see. Let's see. If there's anything else in the diner you want to rub your eyeballs on or rub some of your investigative abilities on, let me know. Or if you just want to marinate on these clues, you can do that as well.
Is there uh, anything else behind the counter? Um, let's see. Uh, the cash register is there. The behind the counter goes into like the the grill line area. So you see like all the normal supplies you would see back there. Uh, tableware. Um, oddly, you don't see any like oil. That's something you would normally want to see on a grill. The grill is cool. Maybe I should be like looking inside of it. Uh, do you want to look inside the grill? Yeah, hundred percent. Okay. Uh, you look inside the grill. It looks like it's never been used. This is like a brand. Oops, excuse me. A brand new grill that looks like it's just been ordered and shipped in here. Oh yeah, that's suspicious. Let's let's take a look at that thing. All right. Um, let's see. Looking it over, yeah, it looks absolutely brand new. You're starting to get the impression that this this is a newly renovated area, and this grill is part of the decoration here. This is not actually a, a diner that is in service or has been used by anyone in a long time. Can Sandals just do a quick, like, scan of the room to see how much of this stuff is functional and how much of it is like fake do you know what i mean like yeah. like when you when you look at a, a spread of like fruit on a table is it real food or is it fake like so, he wants to figure out what in this room is a facade so my first idea for this puzzle is to make it a what is cake encounter and like there's hidden objects that are actually cake, but I decided not to do that. That's, you just reminded me of that. <laughs> I think Sandals takes a like, like very cautiously takes a bite out of one of the leather sofas and then is like, uh, no, mm, no, no, that's <laughs> just real. Leather, just checking. Um, and as you bite it, well, actually, your tongue does uh, unveil the information that this is not real leather. This is pleather. <sighs> so well, um, I guess that's vegan. <laughs> uh, looking around the place, everything looks real. There's just a few items missing that you would need to actually service a restaurant. Namely, you don't see any food anywhere other than the giant cake. Hmm. as the only food, the cake is still not going to be real cake. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a fake cake in there for all you know. Oh no. <laughs> Sandals presses his face against the glass of the cake, mm. trying to see if it's real. <laughs> his eyes are just super wide. Mm, I don't know. It looks pretty real, and on your empty belly, it looks pretty appetizing. Javier is very still uh, has his attention focused on this grill and just starts like turning knobs, trying to turn it on to see if like anything happens. Uh, as you start turning it on, it looks like it's a, a gas powered grill and you're seeing things light up, but there's no gas actually running to it. So the pilot light is just flip, 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 flipping on nothing. Hmm. <laughs> this makes Grayson feel a little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> I'm beginning to think they don't really serve food here. Do not tell me that. Let's see. All right, with food on the line, he's incentivized. So the answer <laughs> is, is 12, right? 12. 12 is always the answer. The lock says lawyer proof, and only lawyers could afford Italian leather sofas, so... Answer's 12. 
So you just oh. set the tumbler to 12 only? Yes. All right. Nothing happens. Damn it. The lock says lawyer proof. Yes. <laughs> I was going I was going to say, like, with my preparedness, I have watched lock picking lawyer and I'm going to just smack the lock and make it open. <laughs> that's how master locks work. They're so cheap. Thankfully, they sprung for the lawyer proof <laughs> lock, which doesn't uh, fall in the same pitfalls as the master Damn lock. it. You thought of everything. <laughs> Did you guys read the text on the back of the lock? Yeah, I'm trying to look at that now. Uh, see if I can make out anything that it says. It says thieves receive just desserts. desserts. Is there a cash register? There is a cash register. Uh, Sandals walks over to it and immediately presses the uh, exchange till to open the cash register. Inside the till is a single dime. Ten. Huh. That seems like that could be a number, one of the numbers to the combination. Or it, maybe it works for the jukebox. I mean, it wouldn't hurt to try plopping it in because we're not going to forget the number 10 if we lose the coin. Can we can Sandals walk over to the jukebox and push the coin return? Uh, sure. Uh, nothing comes out, so there's nothing in the coin okay. return yet. OK. Should we just put the dime in there, see if it does anything? I, th I think that's a good idea. Go for it, man. All right. So Sandals just plops it in there. All right. Uh, you plop the diamond and the jukebox lights up. It seems to be working despite the out of order sign on it. Can mm -hmm. Sandals politely take the out of order sign off the jukebox and fold it up and put it in his pocket? Save it for later. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he just wants the drawing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. All right, okay. so you do that. Uh, I don't have a uh, version of the model without that, though, so you still have to peek beneath it to see uh, no, it's, what it's uh, fine. What's there. <laughs> All right. Uh, is it lighting up? It, it lit up like we... Like it is ready and waiting for you to pick a song. Ready to pick a song. Okay, mm -hmm. let's do this. Ah. Let's see. What what songs are on here? I'm looking to see if there's a cake song on there. No, Hello, but high hopes. No, there is a Frank River. Sinatra. There's a couple of Frank Sinatra songs on here. Thieves get just desserts. Can we click New York, New York? All right, uh, you click in New York, New York. And uh, the record uh, is lifted up and put on the needle. As the needle drops, you begin to hear Bad Reputation by Joan Jett. Uh, so I was thinking New York like, cheesecake. <laughs> it looks like whatever is written on those uh, buttons isn't actually what's in there. Gotcha. So those buttons might be a clue. Hmm. Strangers in the night, that's life. Look the way you look tonight, my way. When you're here, it's your turn. <laughs> Can you just try to press my way and see if the song changes or if it's going to ask for more dimes? Uh, the song immediately changes over to 
killing in the name of. <laughs> um, well. <laughs> and it doesn't appear to uh, require a new dime. It, it might be on free play mode now that you think about it. Huh. Hey, can, uh, can Manifesto, can he ask his chat his live stream? <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to get banned? <laughs> uh, you, you know what? That's a good idea. What uh, what does Manifesto have in the way of investigative abilities that would be a good representative of that? So, all right, so let's pull up his little shtick sh here. He's got uh, languages, pop culture, flattery, flirting, computer use, and interfacing. Uh, go ahead and spend one of your interfacing points because you spent one back at the observatory. Yeah, I just added that for so yeah. it's, it's on there. And um, I'd say computer use for uh, op opening up and talking to chat would be a good use of that. Okay. Manifesto's very brave streaming Bridge Against the Machine. He's got it muted. <laughs> I, I don't think he has enough followers for fucking anyone to catch on. <laughs> um, all right, but yeah, he's like, hey, muchachos, hey, my luchadorables, you know, this no. is, I'm a really smart guy, but, you know, this is getting <laughs> to me, man. Well, if, you, if there are any brainiacs out there who want to be part of the decrees, honorary, uh, lend me your ears, man, post in the chat. So you've had problems before with how thirsty your chat gets, um, and all three of them right now are saying, go to the bathroom, show us what the bathroom looks like. I want to see the bathroom. You know, that that's that's bold. I haven't even thought about that. Let's, let's just go take a look. So, as, he's, as he's walking in there, Sandals is like, didn't Dr. Disrespect get banned for streaming from a bathroom? <laughs> um, manifesto stops mid-step mid just like oh yeah the boy's got a point my boy my baby sandals over there sandy i you know i gotta cover it so he just like flips his phone around and heads inside <laughs> <laughs> all right so as you head into the bathroom you see uh there are no urinals there's just three stalls and three sinks they all look pretty modern and well clean though um it's immaculate actually it looks like no one's shit here you could take this bathroom shit virginity if you wanted if that's a thing you're into. That's a horrible thing to say, Game Master. <laughs> Don't say it again. <laughs> Don't you ever tell me that again. Oh, wow, look at this. Okay, so there's only a boy's bathroom. There's no girls. You mentioned urinals. It, it's uh, unisex. There are no urinals, just three stalls. Okay, gotcha. look at Look at the graffiti in the doors. Yep. Yep. <laughs> One of them's a real surprise. Toy Story 2 was okay. <laughs> Toy Story 2 is great. How dare you, whoever wrote this? It's the best Pixar movie. Get out of here. You know what? You don't know which side they're defending from. <laughs> no, I see, oh, I see no, a little thing. Like, Glory hold to hell. Maybe, maybe we should cut that open. Maybe it's, a, <laughs> it's a clue inside. Yeah, let's just start uh, sawing to remove the puzzle. <laughs> I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> I think any of us have cutting utensils, unless we, if there's someone in here by. Cut the room metal stall. 
<laughs> well, shit's usually plastic. Yeah, it's plastic, but the uh, the studs are metal holding it oh. together. You can definitely cut th- through the plastic part. Have you ever Sandals? cut the glory hole before? It's, it's not that hard. No, <laughs> it hasn't come up yet. It's on my, on my bucket list. Sandals sees the glory hole to hell sign, and he starts looking for an actual hole somewhere. Wait, wait, like, wait, 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 wait. That's fine. It matches the one on the fucking jukebox, doesn't it? Ah, it does. We have the star. Actually, no, it doesn't match. I'm looking at it now. There's an extra point. Shit. We're not <laughs> supposed to stick our dicks in it. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, all, all of the uh, all of the text on the stalls is all written with the number two. Uh, every time uh, the word two is supposed to be there. Uh, I doubt this is the combination, but I'm going to go back to the padlock and just put in all twos. I'll one, try both one directions. Of all twos. One of the twos isn't replaced. All right. Uh, if you try two, 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 it does not seem to open the padlock. Damn it. I knew that wasn't going to work, but these, the, the, I feel like this is telling us something. So maybe we're two, supposed two, to go four, number two six, in every single one of these. Two, three, four, Do you have it in you? I, I mean, I had a lot of Skittles earlier, man. It's going to come out colorful. <laughs> if only we had that cake. Mm. What do we need to roll for, for, for shit? <laughs> uh, that'd be a, a health roll. <laughs> oh, I want to no. make sure they flush before you, uh, before, before you do that. Yeah, is there toilet paper? <laughs> uh, there is toilet paper. It, it's at least stocked up enough in that regard, even though it's I did not remember the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, so maybe we should do some flushing experiments. Yeah. Um, the toilet seemed to flush just fine. Uh, they're the automatic flushers, so you can't uh, control your own flushing tempo, which infuriates some people like me. They just go but off at random startling moments. Yep. Interspersed the entire time you're in this bathroom looking at clues, they just re- periodically make the loudest noise. Yeah. Every, time Every time you move out of the down. shelter. Yeah. So, uh, what if what if we fucking flush them all at the same time? Okay. I'm trying to o- overload the uh, <laughs> sewage system. I'm, I'm uh, sure the plumbing's great here in this abandoned town. Uh, some of them back up a little bit, but eventually they fight through it. They manage to flush just fine. Okay. I was thinking maybe one of the songs from the jukebox might be from the Toy Story 2 soundtrack, but I don't recognize any of them. <laughs> or one of the alternate songs that it plays. Yeah. Do you want to use a spend from one of your investigative abilities to try and pierce the Yeah. Can we use some pop culture on here? Yeah, I think I think Sandals at this point would be using pop culture to just be like, what are, like, is there any correlation between stuff on the jukebox and, and the, the, uh, the references in the stalls? Okay. So opening Sandal's mind palace of all the media he has consumed throughout the years, you recognize these are all Frank Sinatra songs. Yeah. All of them. And Frank Sinatra was mentioned on the menu. Uh... 
I'm a genius. Oh, look at that. It's the first thing I said. Frank Sinatra sorbet costs seven dollars. So, do I have to press the seventh button? You could. It's probably the prices of the three. Is there three Sinatra items? There's one Frank Sinatra item. Well, the seventh button would be New York, New York. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So that's one that I already pushed. And that got Let me look. Joan Jet. That got me Joan Jet. What happens if you push that crazy star symbol at the bottom of the jukebox? Absolutely. I guess Sandals not. would just kick it for a second. He's like, nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> it's it's not a button. It doesn't even depress. All right, hold on. Jet says Lima is gonna try to follow after follow after the direction that he saw the lady go in. You try oh. and just force the door. Pentagram peach <laughs> cobbler. Seven. Ten. Just starts knocking on the door at this point, ma'am. I know, like. K-Fab and all that, but you got a brand muffin at least. <laughs> Please, I'm dying out here. You do not get any response from the door, unfortunately. Hey, babe, bro. Fab. <laughs> Alright, let's see. That's life, the way you look tonight. That got me Joan Jet, you said. Mm-hmm. Damn. But you did mention Pentagram and Frank Sinatra both appear on the menu. That yes. can't be a yep. coincidence. It is. It true. cannot be. So <laughs> this is an actual problem is that I don't know the I, I'm not 100 sure what the third thing would be. Dime key lime yep, pie. Dime. So seven, ten, eight or eight, ten, seven, maybe. I'm just going to start going through the combinations with the lock. All right. Uh, going through those combinations, every permutation of 8, 10, and 7, uh, you get it to work with 8, 10, 7, left, right, left, and the lock comes undone. You are able to access the cake. Way to go, nice. Sandy. Uh, I think Sandals, like, really carefully uh, removes the glass and, like, sets it aside, but, like, motioning to Grayson that he's, like, putting it somewhere where it's not going to fall off and shatter into 47 billion pieces. Appreciate like, gives him a thumbs up at the same time. And then really carefully just, like, sticks the very tip of his finger directly into the center of the cake. Uh. <laughs> like just like pokes it in the worst possible spot to touch it without washing his hands. Oh. Uh. Uh, your your claw tip pokes through. This is real cake. Oh, hey guys, it's real cake. You guys can eat it if you want to. <laughs> he sits with his finger in it. Ah! Yeah, he he uh. like wipes his paw off on his jacket like a little bit, or like pulls out like a tissue from his pocket and just wipes it off and throws it away. But no, there's like no. ferret fur now, like a paw no. print in the top of the cake. <laughs> oh, excellent. Ugh. Jet's gonna look for plates. <laughs> uh, you do find plates. Uh, you don't find any cutting implements though. Grayson is also thankful for this. <laughs> Grayson, for just the lack of any sharp objects in existence. Uh, how yeah. firm is the menu? Can I just fold up the menu and just use that as like a makeshift knife to cut through the cake? 
It's laminated, so yes, you don't even need to fold it. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm just going to cut us each a slice uh, right through that thing with the menu. <laughs> All right. Uh, as you uh, cut through the cake and start dividing it up, uh, you find an, an actual metal key in the bottom of it. Oh. oh, hey. That's like a choking hazard. <laughs> Grayson is Let's... no longer happy. Yeah, I mean, the menus, they're like a prime vector for bacteria. <laughs> they usually don't get washed well. Oh, yeah. You're like the safety like coordinator. So if someone gets sick, like, you, you're going to get in trouble. Oh, did I leave Margo here? She, she left a while ago. Oh, yeah, I thought you were just staring at us. <laughs> She's just staring at you, watching you solve the puzzle. She died right there. <laughs> she just screamed and just stared and said nothing else. They say her ghost haunts the diner to this very day. Was there a lock into the, the back room? Yep. I guess you some, use that key. Did it take some moment to remove every strawberry from his slice before he digs in? Uh, you notice the fruit on the cake is fake. It is only the cake that is real. Yep. Some things I, never I messaged you. I messaged you a question, Cod, that I I just need a yes or no answer to. But I wanted I need it to be private from the other players. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh. I guess I didn't mean to roll it, but uh, I'm spending right. a preparedness point. Yeah. Uh, so that. Uh, this it is at this point that Jet realizes that Sandals is eating like a package of like those spread cheese on the like saltines crackers. <laughs> you just had those. Did you? Are, is anyone else hungry? Did someone else want anything? <laughs> You're just Why so didn't focused we say on anything? the puzzle. not enjoy <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure what the hell I take a bite of the cake yeah so after everyone's had their fill of cake uh, leisurely taking your time when a woman may have been murdered uh, you uh, you're left with a, a key and some clean pates and some full bellies so key back room yeah might as well go check it out right I presumably someone's dead back there. You guys really don't have any urgency, do you? Yeah, I'm sure she's fine. <laughs> I mean, I, we had puzzles to solve. <laughs> There's more. more puzzles beyond the door. It's true. Back to cake. I mean, as we're walking, I, I think at this point, Sandals is just going to walk through the door. And uh, the thing the thing that I actually want to use my preparedness point for here was to uh, to immediately wipe up all of the grease on like the window and like see if I can actually clean clean up what is obscuring our view uh, and, and make sure we don't like slip and die when we walk in. Unfortunately, it appears to be on the other side of the window. Oh, I thought we were walking through that door. Oh, sorry. Uh, after you walk through the door, you're doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so after you walk through the door, you start cleaning the window. Um, oh, moving into that room, let me just show it real quick. Uh, da, 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 the kitchen. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, the kitchen is a lot dirtier than the front of the restaurant, the dining area. It it looks like an actual well-used kitchen, uh, not like a movie set almost like the front room looked like. Mm-hmm. Let me get my notes open. Yeah, so I think in- go ahead. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I see a door in the back. Are there any other doors kind of around that corner down the hallway, or is it just this one room? Uh, just the one room. Um, as you head into the rear kitchen, um, there's both enough rooms and workstations to create a wider variety of meals back here. Um, as you look, sprawled out on the floor is the tremendous form of a brown bunny. Looking down, you see what looks like someone that Jet recognizes as Goose. He's wearing a stained uh, line cook's outfit with the apron and the, the little paper hat. Uh, and he's sitting in a plug in, in a puddle of red liquid that appears to be viscously seeping away from him slowly over time. And that is where we're going to end for tonight. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Killed Goose. Mm-hmm.